Mike Dempsey here for Underdog Fantasy, where you just draft your team and Underdog handles the rest. And you can win big cash prizes. Go to underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app and sign up with code 1010XL. That's Underdog Fantasy. Use code 1010XL. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Coogan Nation. Time to rise and shine and start your day with Duval Sports Media Big Steppers. Dan Hickett. You know it! Jeff Prosser. It's a big deal. Gosh, it sure is a big deal. And E to the T. E.T. is in the booth. <laughs> rise and shine, Googans. Go time on a Tuesday morning. It's Catlin Chuck Accessories Tuesday. The answers to your questions out there. Yes. Yes. And yes, the questions. Did you take your blood pressure medicine? Did you go see your therapist? Are you reinvigorated and focused on the future? And with that, it's off to the 2024 Jacksonville Jaguars. We will certainly rewind. I'm fascinated by the year-end press conference from Doug Peterson in, in what I learned and what still concerned at least just a little bit and first and foremost if you haven't heard yet this morning uh the defensive staff they gone it's not an easy decision for Doug Peterson Doug Peterson and Mike Caldwell are friends I mean I, like like year-long boys that's that's a tough call to make interesting that if you look back on this year you find one side of the ball completely dismissible and you're doubling down on some things that concern us. But again, at the end of the day, I, I do have at least enough humility to know Doug Peterson's forgotten more football than I will learn. But nonetheless, doesn't make me raise an eyebrow at a couple of things I heard yesterday. And as I said, this hour, throughout the course of the morning, uh, we'll dive into that. First things first, I, I, I'm, I love in sports and in life accountability. It's not always easy. Doug Peterson said something yesterday at the very end of his press conference, the very last comment he made. And it is very important going into this offseason. Cut 27, E.T. We just can't have the collapse like we did this year. Um because you feel like now the season's sort of wasted, right? Because you had a great opportunity, you know, to, to, to win the division, and we didn't. So we have to live with that, you know, and, and, and we have to own it. And um, we got to learn from it. But, um, you know, I still feel like, you know, we still have the best football ahead of us, you know, uh, moving forward. It'll be with a new defensive coordinator, perhaps a new defensive scheme. I found it interesting late in the year, E.T., where the, the 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 reality or the knowledge, the news came out that you know Doug Peterson suggested to Mike Caldwell moving Trayvon Walker and even Josh Allen inside. You remember that? Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Uh huh. I I I noted that at the time because I I don't know very <clears throat> and listen. I'll also be honest. Not sitting in on the press conference where that comment was made. I, I don't know the conversation around it, but an offensive-minded head coach making defensive adjustments probably was a tad of an annoyance for Doug Peterson. 
quite yeah, frankly. Sure. Right? I mean, you hire a defensive coordinator, he's the head coach of the defense. I, I don't want to go tiptoeing in there, but hey, man, why aren't we doing this? Hey, man, why aren't we doing that? And it was the first stint for Mike Caldwell as coordinator. He certainly made strides at time. I don't know that his side of the ball is completely to blame. I feel, E.T., I don't know about you, that it's it's kind of a mixed bag. Absolutely. They, they never grooved at the same time. I will say this. The offense has a much better reason to struggle. And, again, I like to differentiate problems when it com- comes to sports and, and, and injuries. Sometimes injuries are an excuse, and sometimes injuries are a reason. And I think the offense's struggles, in large part, Injuries were a reason for the struggle. I don't think in totality they were an excuse for the struggle. And right, the defensive side of the ball didn't have to battle a ton of injuries. Now, they did some. You know, they certainly did some. They played a lot of the year without Tyson Campbell. We did not, you know, we saw C-plus Tyson Campbell this year. You know, this was a year we expected him as our team improved to kind of grow into the league's consciousness of a shutdown guy. We never got that. He wasn't our best corner this year. No, he wasn't. But, you know, that they had injuries, but the injuries on the offensive side of the ball, man, they were to your quarterback. They were to Zay Jones and Christian Kirk. They were to your offensive line, which wasn't good to begin with. So I, I think the offensive struggles and the, and the key theme yesterday, and you're going to hear Doug talk about that uh, this issue this hour, was the turnovers, right? And Trevor's got to dial them in. It's an important offseason for, for, for Trevor Lawrence. This offense, though, never seemed on track, and that has nothing to do with the defensive coordinator being fired and the entire staff removed yesterday. So uh, a deep dive into Doug Peterson's season finale. You know, it is what it is. I wish we were in the party this weekend, E. Man. You know, I do. I, I do. I, 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 you know, what, what can you do? You're, you're not in it. I think Coach Peterson admitted something there that we fans all feel because you were eight and three feels like a wasted season. Like I know sitting around the house, the fam was all there. Had a full house on Sunday. We were there to just celebrate. It's my son-in-law's birthday. Jags are going to win. Go to the playoffs. Ooh. Everyone's jagged up. I mean, I've, I've even got like my daughter and the grandma's interested in the game. Oh, vibing. Right. And part of the lament at the end when it became a reality that, yeah, we were going to blow the whole thing. You know, part of the biggest misgiving was this This, this phrase was heard a lot. It's worse because we were 8-3. and three. It's worse because five weeks ago we're talking about playing for the top seed. How did this happen? It was like two and a half games. And that's the question they're asking downtown. And I promise you, I know it feels in the heat of the battle like they don't care as much as we do. Right, but a good therapist session yesterday, a little bit of BP medicine, and I've I'm, I've leveled out. I've leveled out this morning, and uh, nothing but promising, fulfilling content until we kick off and I lose my mind on October fourth when we lose at home to the Browns. <laughs> okay, I'll um, we'll carry on until then. Well, no one has a more perfect fight song. Hail to the victors! Michigan, 34-13 winners over with uh, Washington last night. It was a game that got away from Washington, that they got back into. They got away from them again, and they weren't coming back. And Michigan just road-graded old-school football to man. They talk about that J.J. McCarthy, the quarterback, as a potential first-rounder. 
but it was just that mauling offensive line. Great scheme by Jim Harbaugh. I thought the broadcast with Herb Street and the post game after they did a really good job of just showing how confusing in multiple set um, looks you can give, how many you can give, shuffling three hundred pounders around. I mean, they bring six, seven offensive linemen around. They're just Washington was just confused. Michigan found running lanes and had not one but two. 100-yard rushers last night. Them boys went crazy. Each scored two touchdowns. And Michigan overcomes a lot of distraction. They didn't have Jim Harbaugh self-imposed the first three. Didn't have him the last three. And congratulations to Michigan. They're the best team in college football. They certainly proved that with their last three games. They win Ohio State, undefeated, boom. Alabama perennial, boom. Washington, only other undefeated, see ya. Best team in football, the best team in college football. Hail to the victors this morning, 34-13. Poor Jim Harbaugh can barely enjoy it before the questions become, where will you be next? I, I get that. I get it on both sides. I get the fascination with wondering, could this be his last game? But man, it sure seems more appropriate to wait a couple of days on that one. Let the man enjoy the win. Yeah. See, John Harbaugh was there. That was cool on the sideline. He got there late. I heard they on the broadcast they were saying he, he had, they had weather, bad weather. I it guess, had to be him getting there late for him to, to go do that during the game. Yeah. So he goes down to the sidelines and, you know, the Jim Harbaugh famously in this press conference and then in a couple of interviews I've, I've seen and heard with him after said he finally feels he gets to move to the grown-up table this Thanksgiving because his, his dad, Jack Harbaugh, Won a national title, one AA level at Western Kentucky. You know who was on that staff? No. Nah. Willie Taggart. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Taggart's got a big tie to the Harbaugh family. Uh, so Jack Harbaugh won that. Jim uh, John Harbaugh won a Super Bowl. Remember who he beat? That was... Uh... John Harbaugh, yeah. He beat Jim Harbaugh in the Super Bowl. He beat his brother? That's right. Ravens beat the Niners in the Super Bowls. John oh, Harbaugh yeah, against yeah. Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh Bowl. You know what I remember about the Harbaugh the Harbaugh Bowl? Is that oh. when the lights went out? Yeah, poor Steve Tasker. They threw it down to Tasker, the sideline reporter, and he was not ready to fill all that airtime that he had to fill. Didn't oh, go, because, yeah, yeah, it yeah, didn't go yeah. well for Tasker because they had all kinds of power outages and <laughs> broadcast signal issues, and there's old Tasker. He didn't know where to go, what to do. It was fantastic. But, but we, yeah. we see that differently. <laughs> I know. I, won't, I wouldn't know what to do either. Though. Yeah, no, I hear you. I, I'm not saying that. Well, yeah, I would. I would have been okay. I would have. Let, let that silver tongue get to flapping. We'll get through this. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jim joked last night. He now gets to join the grown up table uh, at Thanksgiving because he too now is a is a football champion. His his dad at one double A. Jim now with the Michigan Wolverines also joins uh, a list I saw that uh, Gator fans can relate to. Steve Spurrier comes back to the alma mater, wins a national title. And after playing there um, in his college playing career, Jim Harbaugh does that. They go 15-0. and 0. Not, a lot of, uh, not, not a lot of teams have done that. Um, uh, Kirby Smart, by the way, I don't want to leave you all out. You Georgia fans know that feeling as well. Feels a little bit different. Steve Spurrier remains the favorite son of Florida, even though Urban Meyer won twice as many natties. There's a charm to your guy coming back and winning it. And I know charming isn't a word you often use for Jim Harbaugh. He's a quirky dude. 
Uh, I am not holding in any way at all this whole sign-stealing fiasco. I'm not in any way holding this team's feet to the fire. We, we've heard now verifiably over the last four or five years, just about every program has been linked to this type of behavior in one way or the other. Do they go, they push too far? Do they obfuscate the truth to a certain degree? Yeah, it's the dirty business of college football. On the field, they road graded and they won. So congrats to Michigan. Nothing but respect. And an emphatic 34-13 win seals their place among the better teams we've seen. You know, Clemson had a 15-0 and team. Bama had a 15-0 and team. Georgia, no. Right? They lost each, each year. Well, back-to-back natties. And anyway, now a hardball. Michigan, they finish it off. And again, the fight song uh, could not be more uh, perfect, could it? Hail to the victors. The game could have been uh, closer. We'll get into that a little bit more as we move along. we got other football news, both of the NFL and the college varieties. We're loaded up today. we got breakfast with Baselli pushed back a day for travel. Now, a uh, shout-out to Tone and the flight attendants there on in first class for joining us yesterday in the 6 o'clock hour. <laughs> Tony apparently likes to sit right underneath the speaker which makes it a little bit bad because the dude's head probably rests about on the ceiling of the airplane. So um, we'll get the full uh, the full Monty with uh, Tony Pacelli coming up on Breakfast with Pacelli. And Brunch with the Tour starts today. Uh, a little controversy at the end of last year that we'll put to bed before we ever start. And we'll come up with just what the rules are. And you big boys, you want to play it for a wheel spin? Let's go. Hick and I put our, we put our butts in the flapper. It goes twisting in the breeze with wheel bets up for grabs three, four times a year. You and Stewie Moore want to step up to the plate? I'm about that life. All right. Well, maybe I, I am down with that. I don't like this implication last year because I was last. <laughs> Somehow there was a, a spin that was supposed to be there. No, there wasn't. You hold it, you've been holding on to that. I have. I've been holding on until this year's start. Y'all want to do a dime spin? Come on. I'm down. I, you know, I'm the pounding on that wood. It's been a while since I've had to hit that miserable wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're going to have another opportunity coming up with the, with the NCAA tournament. I'm already nervous about that. I hate yeah. that wheel, boss. I hate that. You really do. And you know what? It served its purpose because we would just rattle off the most outrageous, you know, uh, uh, facts and then say, really? You want to put a, you want to put a dumb bet on it? Operation beep, beep. You're some backing off, boy. And so it is, it's served its purpose to knock off some of the factually stated hyperbole around these parts. Oh, really? You're sure the Jaguars will never win a Super Bowl with Press Taylor as their offensive coordinator? You want to put a wheel spin on it? Yep. I'm not wheel spin sure. It's a new phrase. Are you wheel spin sure? So anyway, Brunch with the Joy gets started today. The The season is underway and if you watched any of them at Hawaii, I, I don't don't cry for the state of the PGA Tour. Bunch of stars, bunch of talent, and a bunch of good golf on the horizon. We'll see how things shake out and get the best answers we can from a Stuart Moore in the PGA Tour and where we think the world of golf ends up when all of these uh, high-dollar musical chairs see the music finally 
stop. So anyway, we got brunch with the tour today. We got breakfast with Baselli today. We got a deep dive into Doug Peterson. And look, is is cathartic as yesterday's morning as yesterday morning's rant was, and as real as the utter failure that Sunday into Monday felt like. It's at least nice to be a fan of a nine and eight, just missed the playoffs, certainly with some retooling, have a big vision in sight. It's at nice it's certainly so much nicer to be in that spot. And look, would it have been better to go off into the playoffs, try and make a run, try and catch some magic? Sure it would. Let me ask you a question. Do we not know? Really, when we left Cleveland, and for sure when Baltimore left town, that we weren't winning the Super Bowl this year. This was not going to be a Super Bowl year. It just did not go our way. We did not hit that that catapult part there at eight and three that would have made us a legitimate week to week look like we could win the Super Bowl team. So our party uh, invitation, even if we RSVP'd, we were probably going to be an early departure. We were going to be the designated driver for this. For this six-week gala. And at least as we get ready to, to retool, or as they get ready to retool, you feel like we got we got some chess pieces, man. And and, and look, the king and the queen, so to speak, the most important chess piece, got to make sure we keep them on our board. Despite the feelings of the moment and the areas of concern We've been a long time around here with a guy that we could think might be our long-term quarterback and a guy who challenged the league leaders for sacks. Those two guys got to be part of the long-term future as far as I'm concerned. Doug Peterson speaks to both those. He speaks to the Jaguars' window when we return. It's a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. Big toys for big boys and much more. You can count on Catlin. And just because, I'll give you a speed trap alert right out of the gate. You know who it came from? You know who it's coming from? Who that? It's coming from me. Uh, if you're uh, busting forward on I-95 North this morning, you get to the Honey Pot, 95-295 interchange. Keep those speeds down. You was tapping on the brakes? A little, you know, have them early sitting under the bridge there, just making sure we're all driving safe. I didn't have to hit the brakes too hard. I wasn't okay, going too okay. crazy, but I saw it there. And so you're running late for work today. You'll be running later when they get you, and you'll be a little lighter in the wallet. That's a drill speed trap alert, as always, brought to you by Catlin Truck Accessories. Back with Doug Peterson and more next on 1010XL. That's my guy. I did that quick. See, see, man, we got a couple of cross-culturals here every now and then. You know uh, what I'm saying? That's why I love producing, man, little stuff like this. And whenever I hear y'all yeah, chanting, doing whatever, I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, I just, that's so funny, man. The earworms. I'm just singing this song down the, the hallway. Yep. Out of nowhere. My guy, he knows he knows where to go. He knows he's going Pearl Jam. He knows he's going to even flow. <laughs> wow, you caught me there. Um, how did the Sakatumi sneaker jam go? What are the what, what are the results rolling in? Our guy E. T. has been doing how many years now? What year was this? This was year seven. All right, year seven now. And so tell folks the reason uh, behind it. And it just seems to be growing uh, in leaps and bounds and, and good on you, first of all. Round round of applause. Loved your jacket. Uh, another, yes, sir. Another round of applause. Um 
yeah, do the tallies roll in? Tell tell folks the idea behind it and, and you know, um, how listen, how much it's growing into year eight, which will be here before you know. Yes, sir. So uh, one year I was uh, I was coming home late at night. I was downtown Jacksonville, and I was walking to my car. By, it was about 2 o'clock in the morning. I was uh, just hanging out, and I saw a homeless gentleman sleeping on a cardboard box. And it was, you know, it was in the wintertime, and it was cold out. And he was sleeping on a cardboard box, but his feet was sticking out because he had a cardboard box covering him up. One thing I do hate is whenever my feet is cold. I had a hoodie on at the time, so I took my, t- my hoodie off. I covered up his feet. I'm like, dang, man, that's, that's, you know, that's, that's not cool. I want to do something. Mm-hmm. So I gathered some of my closest family and friends at the time. So it was about 10 of us. We, uh, we, got about t- we, we, we pitched in and we bought about 200 pairs of socks and we went downtown and we passed them out. Okay. The feeling was awesome. So I wanted to do it on a bigger Boy, scale of following Boy, it feels good here. to do, doesn't it? Doesn't it feel oh, good to do absolutely. for Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lesson. Okay. And so we wanted to do it on a bigger scale the following year. So, um, you know, I kind of put the word out there and people kind of started pitching in. So I had a cash app. So we went from 200 pairs to 500 pairs year two. Year three went from 500 pairs to 1,100 pairs. But also we did, we, we, we amped it up a notch so because we, we did socks, underwear, and other essential items. And then COVID hit. So we added the following year we hit, we added a face mask and hand sanitizer. So the event just kept growing and growing to where, like, I kind of wanted to do something else. I wanted to add to it. So I had an idea when I was in the barbershop. I partnered with my guy Antonio at A Perfect Touch. And we, um, he was like, hey, man, why don't we do like a sneaker ball? Where Always we, goes back to the barbershop. Yeah, it goes back to the barbershop. And he's like, man, let's, let's do like a, a ball or something to bring more awareness and so we can celebrate while having a good time while we're bringing this awareness. And so this past Saturday, I had about 220 people in the building, Jeff. And uh, we had a good time. We had bands. We had food. We had music. We had socks and draws, and we, we brought <laughs> awareness to the needs to the less fortunate. Yeah, well, good. That's just uh, uh, that's awesome. Job well done, my friend. I just I want to listen. Want to make people aware sometimes what we're doing out there. Got to. We yeah. educate here. Not only yeah. do we entertain, we educate yeah, yeah. at the drill. Even flow. That's how we do it. Um, I had a, a situation driving through the uh, JCP yesterday. Well, I'm, away, I'm away for Hick to get here because I need both my both my fellas here because I'm going to give you a little. You make the call. Okay, bet. All right, I get put in a little. I get put in a situation. I see something as I'm driving along. So, well, you make the call. Tell me what you would have done. I'll tell you what I did. And call it a little conundrum. I think it's. Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah. I guess it. I don't know. I, I don't. I, I don't know what you call it. That's why I'm going to run it by you two dudes, and uh, we'll do that in the seven o'clock hour. Uh, breakfast with Sally at eight. Brunch with the tour at eight twenty. Eight twenty five ish. Eight thirty ish. Um, I shorted uh, Georgia a 15 and 0 season. I should have stuck with my guns. Of course, they had like 30 game win streak. So yeah, they had a 15 and 0. As we mentioned, these 15 and 0s, and I mentioned that because uh, Michigan hailed to the victors, national champs after a convincing win last night. They jumped out 14 three. They were driving, looked like it was going to be 21 three. Washington held for a field goal. It's 17 three. Michigan's driving again late first half. They go for it on fourth downs, up 17 three. They don't convert. Washington gets a uh, you know a last gasp, end of the half, touchdown. They cut it to 17 10 at the half. Hey, maybe we might have a ball game. Washington gets the ball to start the second, and on the first play of the second half, uh, Michael Penix Jr. It kind of forces one. That Michigan defense was all over him all night. Uh, it was intercepted. Michigan tacked on points. I may have even held him to a field goal. Nah, I, eh. No, that was it, yeah. 
But they scored and they ran. They couldn't stop the run all night long. But Washington had a couple of chances, man. They, they, the, but the interception to start the second half when they were only down a touchdown, um, turning the ball over deep in territory, giving Michigan points. Um, and Michigan was the better team. And in a, in a game like last night, if you give Michigan a double-digit lead, they're going to wear you down. And it didn't take wearing down for Michigan's run game to explode. In the first quarter, they averaged 19 yards a carry. And Washington figured some things out, and that number decreased in the second and third, and then the wear down kicked in, and Michigan exploded again. Fantastic running backs, fantastic offensive line, and just a great run scheme. To have a quarterback they say may be a first-rounder, they don't use him that much. You know, they run that ball. They're going to keep running it, and they're going to beat you, and they're going to break you, and eventually, and they're going to run the clock while they do. And so, uh, there you go. I, I went down to the uh, commissary here in the break, E.T. You and I are both great uh, kitchen explorers. You know, let's see what's happening. I did notice this yesterday, and, you know, uh, uh, now more than a year into changing my eating habits, I just don't go mauling through any and every bit of quote-unquote junk food that's left in the kitchen. But I noticed yesterday we had a big box from one of the, you know, the the the, the snack uh, giants, you know, with Lay's and Ruffles and Fritos and chili cheese Fritos and sour cream this Doritos. and cheddar that, right? And so they, they just, you know, rifled through it yesterday like locusts in the forest, which they should. But I got... I, I, so I walked in there yesterday. I mean, yesterday, the box is like overflowing, right? Flowing, they're, yeah. they're onto the table. It's a heaping box. And I'm talking, it's like a big box, right? It's like two feet by three feet. Big old box, right? Like a big, you know, bulk box. And I went in there today, and it's like the little, you know, the little, <laughs> you know, the little pitiful little Christmas tree in the Charlie Brown uh, Christmas story. <laughs> yeah, with the one ornament. <laughs> or, yeah, right. Or like, you know, Rudolph, the outcast. And I look, and the only thing left in there. A bag of yellow chips. It's the plain stuff. I knew it. Just I knew plain. it. Plain Lay's, <laughs> yeah. a plain Ruffle, a plain Fritos. And then I chuckled to myself, because you know why, e? I'm old enough to remember when plain was all you had. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, Bart, I don't want to be too, I don't want to embellish too much, but maybe barbecue potato chips, maybe nacho cheese Doritos, just plain ruffles. We ain't gone sour cream and cheddar or the 41 different sriracha yeah, this yeah, and yeah. ridged that. No wavy nothings. Plain old chips. No you, baked. You, no baked. <laughs> No salt and vinegar, no sea salt. We didn't know what sea salt sea was. Salt, you know right? what sea salt was? What you had on you when you left the ocean. That's what sea salt was. We didn't have any sea salt and vinegar, uh, cracked black pepper. Yeah, that's all kind of stuff. No, we don't, right. There's a million of I'm them. I'm a garden salsa guy. Woof. Them garden there salsa. There you go. Woof. Yeah, we what, yeah, what are those? What's that? That's the uh, sun chips. Yeah, we didn't oh. have any sun chips. We ate chips in the sun is what we did, right? So I just, just not. So I, I guess I'm like, no one just eats plain chips anymore, huh? Look, look, they scat, let's frown on that. Like, I, please, I still to this day, often will just crave a plain. Like, if I was going to go back there and pick out, a, I might go sour cream and onion. Long gone, by the way. I might go sour cream and onion lace. Huh? Uh-huh. That that might probably be, be my first, first choice. Okay, okay. But after that, just a good old original lace. I'm cool with. Nah, fam. And I'm not afraid to eat a pack today. And now that's on my mind, I right. probably will. It'll be like that even flow song. It's not going to go away. No worries. Therefore, so, yeah. I go take it. <laughs> but year to year, buddy, we went from like 207 to 180. 
You know, 180. I'm standing firm at 180. I've given up the like the rigidness of yeah, what I yeah. could eat and not eat, but you know, it's I found a balance there. But still busting down the cereals. Uh, haven't eaten a bowl of cereal in years. Yeah, well, years. And that's no, not fair. No sweets. That, uh, no sweets. I, no, 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 no. That's <laughs> I'm eating the hell out of sweets. <laughs> yeah, I'm eating sweets like nobody's business. Like I'm in Charlie's Chocolate Factory. I, like I said, um, I'm skinny fat. Is what I am. Okay. Yeah, and that's a thing. That's I, a I mean, thing. It's a thing, man. I lost a lot of weight. That's the that's that's the goal for 2024. That here on January 9th, I've yet to begin, but it's maybe you know doing the push up thing. Just, I, I I am doing that. But yeah, we're so early in that. Ooh, I did nine today. <laughs> right. <Ooh>. right. <laughs> Y'all know the push up thing. You do one push up for every day of the year. You know, one. So on January first, did one. The second, did second. Don't kid yourself. I forgot a couple days in there, but oh, okay. I'll go ahead and do the right. Just I'll, I'll do the five that I owe yeah, you. Yeah, that's easy. To so do we're that. at nine today. I'm figuring probably around. I think I'm going to be good until because you're going to build as you go. You know, mm-hmm. I think I'll be good to about a hundred. You know, because hundred. I, th- I think as we go, I think. I mean, I think today I could do five sets of twenty without right, killing right, myself. Right. right, I wouldn't feel terrible. But by the way. That's where that 27 pounds helps. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot easier to do a, I'm telling you this from experience. I never knew. Right? It's a lot easier to do a push-up at 180 than 207. Absolutely. 205 for sure. Uh, so there's that. And now I have uh, sat here and I've wasted a lot of time on small talk, and we've yet to really jump into Doug Peterson cut 25 in his uh, finale press conference yesterday, made it uh, clear the message to his football team and in turn right now to the fans. Yeah, and we all feel that. We do. We all feel that, um, you know, conversations I've had with Shad, you know, uh, over the last several weeks, really since week one, you know, I mean, uh, you only get so many windows in this league and, and we feel like with the personnel that we have and we'll continue to add, you know, our window, our windows now. All right. Um, Addy can't live in the past. That's right. The season didn't feel as good as last year's. That's for sure. Absolutely. But it's not didn't finish all that different. Last year the Jags were what, ten and nine? Is that the record? Went yeah, nine, went, that's with the playoff win, right? Yeah, it went nine and eight, then you went ten and eight, and you lost you went ten and nine. This year they went nine and eight, just didn't fall the right way. And last year ended on the uptick, and this one ended on a downswing. So uh, you gotta get healthy this offseason. You gotta really make some decisions on which dogs you're gonna ride with, man. We're riding with the wrong dogs in some positions, in some cases. Um, Doug Peterson said a lot of, uh, that I liked yesterday. Again, owning the failure of of this season, recognizing what has to happen. Um, look, they were in the bottom of the league in giveaways. They they released the defensive staff yesterday. One reason there's still belief in like Press Taylor and the offensive staff is that he's you know he the coordinator is handcuffed by these turnovers as well. Like not all of the hijinks and in, in the in the missteps and the dysfunction of the offense was on the play call itself. It was what you did with the ball once the play was called. In fairness, that is part of it. You know, nonetheless, there was no turnover involved. In fact, there was one more likely to occur when you roll out on third and goal from the one. But his, I mean, I don't know if Press stayed in a pup tent eating, you know pizza rolls last night at Doug's and they went inside and played mad and neither one of them punted and they threw it third and goal at the one but he certainly seems to be in much safer territory as the offensive coordinator going into next year than obviously a defensive coordinator entire staff that were released um 
uh, yesterday. Look, Trevor has got to have one offseason priority that shows up in the regular season next year if he is going to get to where we hope he is as an individual and take our team where we dream they can ultimately go. I think it is number one. Uh, I think it's the biggest thing, you know, that uh, that he has to focus on, you know, moving forward. We just we just can't have, you know, this amount of, of turnovers, how we turn the ball over, where we turn the ball. It doesn't matter. You know, we got to protect the football. It's the number one thing. How do you address that, right? What, I mean, with Trevor, how, how do you – how do you get into – what do you do without seeing it play out on the field? So, you see what I'm saying? Like this offseason, I mean – and and then, you know, listen, obviously the offseason includes a lot of on-field time, but here's the just the issue of addressing the issues. I think you get you, you get down the road during the season, and, and sometimes you do. As coaches, sometimes we say, you know what, we'll get that in the meeting. We'll, we'll fix that in the meeting. And you do. You, you fix it, but – I want to fix it on the field. If, if Trevor makes a poor decision on the field with a throw, let's positive reinforcement. Let's let him get it again. Even though he knows exactly where to go with the ball, let's make, let him make that decision differently, right? So, um, but I think sometimes we get, we get caught up too much in, you know, um, let's fix it in the meeting and we'll fix it tomorrow when, when in reality we need to fix it right then. And, and, um, you know, that's just ownership by everybody involved and in making sure that that we, we stay on top of those situations and, and um, you know, we don't let them happen. More of a philosophical shift, you know, moving forward, but perhaps that translates to the practice field. Something happens, you, you know, there's a couple of, like, performance deals with Trevor that I wish you could get a straight answer and get to the bottom of. All right, one is, by the end of the year, and we especially saw it in the Titans game, it was like, it, it, it was like, Two, three-step drop, looking right where you're throwing and throwing right where you're looking. Now, is that big? Is that is is that the only option on these plays? Right. Because it might be. I mean, you might feel like I can't get my guy five feet. I mean, it feels like that is the the, the play. And quite frankly, you know, I just man, it's just for in the last game there were just some deficiencies showed up that were like worse than ever. Why do we not get guys open? Why do we not allow our offense time to get into a rhythm? And it all goes back to an offensive line. Famously, on that play that Trevor audible to and tried to get the ball over the goal line, we were we were subjected to seeing Luke Fortner getting cockroached. Right, he got knocked backwards on the play. But he got it, blown it, up. It, it seems like, and from people I've talked to. Luke Fortner is it leaves a lot to be desired in the center of that offense, and yet here is Doug Peterson yesterday on Luke Fortner and the center position. You know, and Luke, we you know you talk about Trevor. We ask a lot of Luke. You know, um, he handles things extremely well. You know, he he's had to go against some some pretty good tackles, interior linemen as well, and and he's held up. He's held up pretty well. Continued to work on strength and, you know, and, and different things like that. But it's it's a good group. It's a good group of guys, and, and we're excited. It's uh it's a, it's the foundation you want as you build your team. Oof, I I'm not. 
Again, maybe the injuries, maybe getting them guys, I, I don't know. We tried playing the cohesion card early in the year, right? Well, maybe we get cohesive. It'll be, it just never got better. The offense never got going. Football fixes coming up next. You're listening to The Drill. It's Catlin, Truck Accessories Tuesday. All right, we're back with the Football Fixes. Brought to you by Allstate Agent Mandy Bowers in Maynard. Going to try to stay on schedule this morning. Got a busy morning. Breakfast with Baselli straight up 8 o'clock. Hick and Arrival coming around the corner. We got breakfast uh, with the tour. What do we call it? Brunch with the tour? Brunch with the Brunch tour. Brunch with the tour. Yeah, why not? Uh, brunch with the tour coming your way um, starting this morning as well. Uh, the defensive staff gone. As I told you before, Doug Peterson and Mike Caldwell are close, man. They're pros. Really good friends. Have so been for tough. years. That's a tough, tough move to make. Um, but coordinator and multiple defensive assistants. Uh, of course, Peterson at his press conference, even though he knew this was coming, did not announce it then. But he moved quickly. Uh, after saying earlier yesterday he was still processing. Uh, in addition to uh, Caldwell, defensive line coach Brinston Buckner, passing game coordinator, cornerbacks coach Deshae Townsend, inside linebackers coach, former Georgia Bulldog and, ja- and Jaguar Tony Gilbert, uh, the safeties coach Cody Grimm, a defensive assistant uh, Bob Sutton, some quality control coaches. Um, there were a few that were retained. The assistant D-line coach, the outside linebackers coach, and the defensive quality control coach. Uh, Caldwell was a first-time coordinator. He had spent the previous three years under Todd Bowles as the inside linebackers coach there. Jags lost five of their last six. They gave up 30 points a game down the stretch in the five losses and almost 150 yards per game on the ground. And that the victory, by the way, was a 26-0 shutout over a team uh, that had the worst record in the league. Overall, we finished up 17th in scoring, 22 a game, 22nd in total defense, 9th in rushing defense. But it never felt that way, did it? Defense forced a lot of turnovers. Really, if you look at it, at the end of the day, the offense is more responsible for that 9-8 record than the defense, but it's probably pretty close to 50-50. Like, they could not groove together. Very rarely did you feel they were grooving together, right? All right. Uh, Wink Martindale is out as the Giants defensive coordinator. So we got ears to the ground now. You know, we're to that point that we've we've done this in the past around here in search of quarterbacks and coaches and GMs, right? It's like everyone that is released, we go get him. We will get him. Uh, Wink Martindale has a, a, a real good resume, but the Giants certainly struggled. Um this year. Aaron Rodgers has had a year to sit back and reflect on his new team, and he's come up with this ultimate observation. Uh, yeah, we need to flush the BS to win at 24, only he said the word. Responding to a question about what can be learned from a 7-10 and 10 year. Um, Rodgers uh, speaking with a guy who pays him a million dollars to be his friend, said anything in the building that we do individually or collectively that has nothing to do with real winning needs to be assessed. If you want to be a winning organization, everything you do matters, and the BS that has nothing to do with winning needs to get out of the building. Really super interesting coming from a guy who takes darkness retreats and who dates actresses. And it, right? You know, and who spent training camp famously in a viral video at a Taylor Swift concert with the latest girlfriend, which is fine to do all those things, but I mean, eh. a little do as I say, not as I do kind of deal. 
Uh, Miami is so cooked, man. They You want to talk about injuries. Those boys are beyond banged up. The defense is just dropping like flies. They're down 17 and a half sacks between Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb. And Phillips has been gone for eight weeks. Well, more now on the defense. They're down three more. A linebacker, Andrew Van Ginkle. Uh, Jerome Baker, another linebacker, both out for the postseason. Meanwhile, you got um, Xavier Howard. Probably won't be able to play this week. He'll miss a second straight game. They got to play the Chiefs in Kansas City where, oh, by the way, they got a little experience there in that, you know, situation. So Dolphins are uh, filleted and cooked, man. I'm sorry, Dolphins fans. Hey, your season derailed by those defensive injuries in particular. And by the way, the offense still banged up as well. Waddle didn't play the other day. Mostert didn't play. That was a crucial loss, man. You went from being the two to the six. Bill Belichick answering questions about his future. Still under contract. Gonna be with. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll meet with Robert like I do every year. That's Football Fix. You're welcome. Brought to you by Allstate Agent Mandy Bowers. Mandarin, now Orange Park. A bundle can save you a bundle. And Mandy's got just the dream team to put you in the exact specific. It's not cookie cutter, man. They work with you. That's Allstate Agent Mandy Bowers. Mandarin, and now Orange Park. Kick and arrival next on a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. You know it! Yes, sir! Is this the rabbit? Where's my snare? Is this the rabbit, E? This is the rabbit. Yeah. There's no snare in my headphones. Did I get one right, E? Yeah, you did. You got it. Keeping up with the culture. That's when the culture collides. Cultures collide and shake hands, but don't sun. Shout out Jay Rabbit. <laughs> Shout out to the rabbits. Good to be here on Tuesday. It's the day after. We did the TV show last night. E, did you watch the TV show last night? No, nah, man, I was working. All right, that's uh, understandable. Uh huh. That's all I'm going to ask. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And uh, Devon Hamilton. Actually showed up and came. I give him credit, man. He walked into the hornet's nest. Oh. And as he, Big Sears also a guest on the show. Loved having Big Sears. Nice. Didn't like that big U on his chest. Oh, boy. I kept pressing Brett to tell everybody where Big Sears works now. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't seem like he'd give him credit. Frustrating me. Big Sears, what are you up to these days? Brett, why don't you ask him? <laughs> but anyway, it was fun. Um, but... Von Hamilton, honest to God, as he's sitting down on our phones, we're getting the Mike Caldwell has been fired. And he was like, whoa. I mean, they had meetings. What was his immediate response? He likes he likes Mike Caldwell a lot, but I get it. I mean, if you know, they fired you, I'd be bummed. I like you a lot. Okay. So I don't know why I gotta lose a job in this conversation, but well, that's how you said that's uh, you know that's the, the the normal reaction. So 
<laughs> Devon Hamilton's a key figure going forward. I do next. like how he positioned me kind of as his boss. Yeah. <laughs> Devon Hamilton's a key figure going forward in, in the future for the Jags because he's under contract. He's going to be back next year. and they he extended regain, him last year. He has to regain. And we talked a, lo- a little bit about last night his – I mean, he could have died. When he went into the hospital, he went in the hospital. He had surgery. He yeah. had a, a yeah. It obviously was serious, not knowing the exact sp- specs. He said what a spine abscess um, could have ended up paralyzed just out of the blue. I mean, just frightening thing, man. Yeah. But anyway, that those are the in, you know those are some of the things that some of these guys went through. But with all that said, the day after the Dougie P presser, man, and I am flummoxed. If, I, if you're a Jag fan, I I. I hope you did not watch the Doug Peterson press conference. Yeah, he he doubled down on some I things mean, I'm not comfortable with. Dude, what are we doing here? Yeah. I, you know way more football than me. I, <laughs> does, I hope, it, does this sound familiar? I hope you're right, but my God, Doug. Sounds like a 6 o'clock hour. Yeah. I mean, are you kidding me? Like I, I use the uh, classic line, you've forgotten more football than I know maybe, but really, i uh, got to take pause with some of these things I, you're I mean, saying. holy smokes, we're good with the... Interior offensive line? Maybe he's just saying that. I hope so. Because they don't know what they're doing at this offseason. He also knew, obviously, he was going to fire the And he said DC, processing. But, yeah, it's going to take a little while. It took up like an hour. Yeah. And no. He, they're buds, too, by the way. Doug Peterson yeah, and, and I get it. Listen, been friends for a long time. He knows this is his last media gathering for a yeah. while. I can yeah. do this. Then I can do Fair that. Enough. Then I don't have to answer questions about it. So, yeah. eh, you know, I get it. I get it. But let me tell you something. This time last year. Versus this time this year, well, let's say even end, the, end of season last even, year, even with the end same, of season this year, even with far the same, different, yeah, but even with the same record and the same final oh game result, we lost Doesn't each matter. game. I know it's not even close. No, of course and, not. And in fact, I was thinking about this driving in. How how last year all offseason? How much did we crow about the coach quarterback combination that we yeah, have? For sure, yeah, that's what you displayed drop, itself. You can drop that down about ten spots for right sure. now. Agreed. About 10 spots in the NFL rankings when those, whatever, when we do them, whoever does them. We'll do one tomorrow. (laughs) We'll do one right now. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And then I was. The Fortner comment, especially. Part of the foundation here. He's getting better. What? Doug, he literally was laying on his back in one of the most important plays of the season. What are we doing? Let your quarterback change the play, too. I'm going to just take it. Trevor, let's run that next That play song. symbolizes a just an epic There's just fail. a mess. That's Trevor trying to do it all, too. Well, I'm pretty sure somewhere during this season, somebody said, hey, Trev, let's not play hero ball. Then there's the interesting tidbit, and I don't – it's sports talk radio. So sports talk radio, we like to speculate and rumor gossip and monger. Eh. I guess, and I, I don't know 100%, but I'm – Fairly certain Trevor's dad is on social media. Okay. He seemed to like quite a few uh, tweets suggesting that you damn sure better fix that O-line or that quarterback should just go in there and make some demands or get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I, I Listen, and I don't disagree. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, and, and like part, I tell people, listen. Like, I was talking with Juju about it, and, like, as his dad, you know, of course you're – like, what have I said all along? If you're around Trevor's camp, it's not Trevor's fault. If you're on the inside, of, it's like, man, they didn't really give you much – or, man, they didn't – or, man, that guy ran the wrong route, huh? Or, man, that – I mean, so, in his circle, 
they're not going to blame him, right? So sure. I get that. I, yeah. And as a dad, you're going to— The truth is it's both. Correct. Yeah. Correct. That's the truth. And I generally believe that Trevor is is happy here, but, you know, you do get your first little inkling yeah, well, into get, the— I, well, Hey, Dad, get used to it, buddy. Yeah. Okay, get used if, to it. He's if, the number one pick in the draft. Like I said, I haven't even done if the, it's not him. Even if Trevor, you can't. Now's not the time that we get in your feelings, man. Go to work, well, and I think Trevor will. Trevor has been all of the things outside of the way he digressed this year. Yeah, he's what you want as a quarterback. Absolutely represents Absolutely. you perfectly. He is Absolutely. a leader. He does play hurt. He, he, he. I thought the I thought the Rich Carlton commercial on Sunday was ill timed, but. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Rich, what I say, Rich Carlton, yeah. Rich Cracker. Yeah. I'm sorry, Rich Cracker. Yeah. <laughs> did you see the Rich Cracker? I didn't. Uh-uh. They go to break. I think Trevor just done something like, like I don't know, we're punting or something. And ah, Trevor, you get your autograph. Hey, Is Rich that a Crackers. Spot? Yeah, huh. they won't have any of those offers this off season. Oof. That came around last Brr. year about this time. Brr. Hey, super! I can't wait till Radio Row. Hey, there's Trevor Lawrence. Nah, let's get Stroud. I do love the. And I, and here's where we not we but the, I guess it is we if I collectively and we shouldn't lump us all together because we're the very best and what we say carries much more clout than what other slappies say. But I was listening to a national slappy conversation yesterday about like coaches in the playoffs who are on the hot seat. What? What? Well, coaches in the playoffs who are on the hot seat. What? Yeah. Who, I, Mike McCarthy. He's won 12 games in a row three straight years. He's on the hot 12 seat. 12 games three years in a row, yeah. Thank you. Again, correct me. <laughs> keep me because keep me I'm, I'm yeah, off today. I hear you. A flutter. <laughs> I mean, he took Dak and made him an MVP candidate or helped Dak become an MVP candidate, didn't he? For sure. They're the number two seed, but if they lose to Green Bay, he should be fired? Uh, no, no, that's ridiculous. Um, that's the, Sean McDermott. I, I, by the way, I would say Mike McCarthy has done an excellent job with the Cowboys. Haven't they? Excellent. Re- hasn't that been a resurgence? He's reset yeah. their their yeah. their floor. I agree. I yeah, I'd like I'd, I'd be okay with watching Dallas make a run. I'm not a Cowboy fan by any stretch, but I I I got to root against the unfair criticism sometimes. What's up with the hair today? It's just long, bro. Okay, I need a haircut. Did but I, it's a little disheveled. Well, I don't know because I don't pay. You're going to go wet it down at some point. Yeah, I probably will. I have. Yeah. I didn't notice. I had. Oh, to, you I got a hat. Oh, I thought you might have a toque. No, on I came something. to work with the, the window open. My hair is my, my hair is probably the longest it's ever been, bro. Maybe okay. since really? high school. I it's think funny. So. I went yesterday to get a haircut. Uh huh. But this is how I go get a haircut. Yeah, it's, it's on the way yeah. home. There's nope. two guys in yeah. there. Kept. I've done that twice. Yeah. Kept going. E. And then I just get laid. I'll do it tomorrow. I'm wearing a hat that day, and so now I'm just like just going with it. Yeah. I didn't know. I won't get a pony. Uh, tail stage <laughs> status. That's not what I'm going for. Just so you know, I can't have it. It's still relatively short. That's so when you wear your hair super short, you do. And mine's a little longer than you, but yeah. I wear mine short too. When it gets just even, yeah, a tad long, you feel like a. That's a fact, right? That's a fact. Super long. But anyway, yeah. So like, like Mike McCarthy, or then they start talking about Sean McDermott. I'm like, my God, they just went on a run. Made to some get gutsy in. moves and to win the fourth straight AFC East. I. I at some point, don't we have to? I mean, wow. I don't know if there's something going on in the building, it's one thing. If there's, I can't work with this guy, it's something else. But my goodness gracious, is this where we're at as a society now? If the guy does, the guy gets into the playoffs. But 
Now, we'll say this. Getting in the playoffs is easier than ever, and it's not easy. But there's four division championships in your conference and three wild cards. That's seven spots. There's four, eight, 12, 16 teams. Just be in the top 50%, you're in the playoffs. Pretty is much. that fair? Pretty close. 14 of 32. Yeah. Yeah. So, come on, yeah. man. Yeah. And that's why this well, collapse, that's why somebody had to pay for our collapse here. And in fairness, the numbers on Caldwell, and again, but I know what Jag fan. Listen to my one-to-one financial poll question, bro. You don't think Jag fan is miffed? Uh, is the firing a defensive coordinator and coaching staff enough? No, press should go too. No, GM should go too. Yes, defense bad the last five games. First of many changes. 1,127 votes. Um, only 3.7% say, yeah, that's enough. Yeah. Boys want blood. Boys, <laughs> boys are myth. They want the house clean. 36.6 want the GM gone. 28.4 say press should go too. First of many changes, which is kind of both, as 31%. That's the one I that's, go with. That's almost 90%, it's, bro. It's, 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 well, In fact, that's more than 90%. Well, listen, you're asking what we want, not what yeah. you think will happen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, because while, while, you know, while Caldwell's, you know, getting fired yesterday, I, I just feel like, you know, press is, is, is over at uh, Dougie's and, you know, they're eating chicken wings and playing Madden. Like, right. I mean, I, the, the two sides were awfully comparable to me. Right. Equally disappointing, equally unable to rise to the big moment. Now, I do think this. I think injuries can be more a reason why the offense stayed out of sync. I don't think the injuries caused the defense to go scorched earth. I think that's yeah. just their level. There's definitely a... But, but listen, we have... And... <clears throat> It's hard when you got coaches and evaluators and GMs looking at every flicker of tape in analyzing, say, how Roy Robertson Harris or Devon Hamilton or Dewan Smoot played. Right. But boy, it sure seems like the guys that we decided to keep didn't really didn't didn't keep advancing. You had one on last night. The, yeah. the thought, and now look. Oh yeah. He kind of gets a pass well, because of correct. what he went. Now for. his is a he reason. He was really lucky to play. And Roy Robertson Harris, you know, actually played better the last. Four or five games. Yeah, he doesn't get a pass. Enough. He yeah. doesn't get a pass. No, you you spent. And Fadakasi does not right. get a pass. Yeah, and, and, and they paid for and those guys. Gatsis doesn't get a pass. And the interior of the defensive line yeah. does not get a pass. And honestly, um, uh, Devin Lloyd, uh, we need more. And and Tyson Campbell, we need more. And you know those guys, you know, and the tackling was just so abhorrent on Sunday, and it has been a problem all year. And also there was some. I'm sure there's some schematics as well. You know, why isn't, you know, again, what Trayvon getting sacks from the inside? Should he be inside more? You know, move those guys around a little? I don't know. I don't know. I know. I think that the coordinator would tell you, I, I got what I got. And I got it. Well, I, I said this before. I noted this at the time. I didn't speak to this point of it. But I raised an eyebrow a little bit when that little conversation piece happened about three weeks ago or two weeks ago where Doug said, and I'm not at the press conferences, so I don't know the conversation yeah. around this answer, but when he said that he, he went to, to to Mike Caldwell and suggested they move Trayvon right. and Josh Allen in, right. I'm sure that annoyed Doug Peterson. Sure it did. You hire a defensive coordinator to be the head coach of your defense, yeah. and I'm over here on the offensive side of the ball, and I'm, I'm managing everything. But let me, I shouldn't be the one pointing these things but out. But if you look at the statistics overall of the defense, okay, now, now let me – Give they you the, always failed in the moment, Dan. They never. I understand. It, I'm not. Even I'm some not, wins early. Listen, I know. I it's justified. I, I but as justified as it is, it would be just as justified right. to change the play caller. 
we went down in points per game. We went down in yards per game. We went down in EPA play. We went down in success rate. We went down, and I mean down. We went down in passing EPA, passing success rate. Every single category, yards per play, turnovers, sack percentage, DVOA, rushing success rate, rushing EPA, passing success rate, down, down, down from last year. Which, listen, which... That's unacceptable with, right. with a team that made its offense better and stayed stagnant with the defense. Well, Correct? He, yeah. We drafted Mar- for offense. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. signed Calvin Ridley, yeah. traded for Calvin Ridley, yeah. and our offense got worse. Yeah. Why? Well, I kind of devil's advocate what they would sure. say. Yeah, what I absolutely. think. What I think they would say yeah. is the tidal wave mm-hmm. of injuries. Mm-hmm. First, first, you had the camp suspension, then all the offensive line injuries. You played without Zay Jones and Christian Kirk for yeah. more than half the season when yeah. you combine the two. Yeah. Calvin Ridley never seemed to completely have full grasp of, I, I don't know if that's fair to say. I, you never developed this number one hookup mentality with uh, Calvin Ridley. I'll say this about one thing about Ridley, and I, I wasn't. I think the o, I think it all comes down to the O-line, and then what makes you concerned is, like you said, he kind of doubled down on the O-line yesterday. No. Yeah, no they're terrible. No, no. How about just throw out the old Gus Bradley, they're solid. Yeah, they're solid. But now or listen, how about, how about? yeah, I think we need some, we'll probably, probably look to add some competition in there. I think he doesn't know what exactly they're going to do, so he just says they're okay now, so they'll stay. Well, keep, that's fine. You know, and then I there, guess. there will be changes on that line. No, they're it's going, not. It's not fine. I didn't like I, it. I, it made yeah, me shudder. It yeah, made me cringe. That's fair. It made me cringe. Yeah, me too. And and you're saying a lot. That, I had the same observations from what he said yesterday. I was going to say this about Ridley though. Ridley ended with a thousand yards. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, and I don't know that they keep this stat, but I would guess at least 200 yards in penalty. He drew 200 yards in penalties, and one that he should have drawn. They didn't. Right. So I say in the end he was probably closer to 1,400 than we think, and I thought he played better over the last three, four. I'd games like to have to. Calvin Ridley back, yeah, at a fair deal. But I don't want to go paying like he's a top ten receiver. I'd like to have he's him. not a top ten. I'd receiver. say this. I'd say yeah, I would agree with that. I'd like to have. If we were signed, don't we lose the, the the second round draft? I think it depends yes. on. It's definitely the second. There's, um, no con- there's no way we can sign him and keep the third. I, I, I don't know. I don't there know. Might be a, it might be a payment. Right, though. I think it made it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. So well, let me tell you. E, e, I think it's all the way Stop. To- <laughs> stop. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Who's picking? Yeah. yeah. Keep Calvin Ridley. <laughs> right. yeah. You want to pick uh, yeah. uh, Brenton Strange yeah. again? Yeah. Right. That's fair. Stop. Right. Yeah. Keep Calvin Ridley. I'll take a thousand yard receiver. I know the cynics aren't ready to double down on just a year. I don't believe Josh Allen was what he was this year because he tried harder. I think he is ready. Rounding into the prime of his career, he's an absolute must keep. Okay, oh, he definitely didn't oh, try harder. You pay 100%. him. You pay. That's what they say. That's the contract here. Come on, man. Some do, and that's fair. He's it's focused. Okay. He's no, not then, but, but he didn't try he's also harder. No, no, no. But it's okay to say that. Yeah, I hear you, but I don't think it's accurate. And it's well, okay. But if if next year we're sitting here and he's got seven and a half again, again, I don't think he. Wi- I don't think. It's I don't because either. He's not trying to get sacks. Is my point. I think when that whistle blows, he's not trying any harder this year than a losing year or a less sack year. That's fair. But the pr- I think he's getting better. He's getting stronger, more experienced. He's and he only twenty six years old, twenty seven, something like that. I mean, yeah. he's in his prime. Yeah, hundred percent. You. you Overpay that guy now. They will, and then they have to, yeah. or franchise him. And I like the idea. Did you bring it up yesterday? Let's Thank you. hit hit Trevor while the value's down. He won't, you won't get it. No, I know. The yeah. problem with that is, I those say I say that. Keeps. But, I know that people I know. get down. Yeah, of course, on each. They those are, are must keep. But I'll, for the I'll next... say, 
you don't get the you don't yeah. get the okay. hey I, I'm nah, gonna give you a thirty. I wish fair. it was, but that's nah, not the that's case. fair. If you pay him, you gotta pay him. I so. hear. All right, listen to me. I had a uh, you make the call situation happen to me yesterday. I'm gonna run by you guys when we come back. All right. So we got the ten minute drill. And we more. got we got uh, hail to the victors. For sure, we're going to get into Michigan's national title. Uh, well-earned, well-deserved, the best team in college football, and they ended with exclamation points to prove that. So uh, we'll get into that and other storylines as well. You're listening to The Drill. to Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday, and the 10-Minute Drill is next. Hit it! Hey! Ho! Hey, concepts and rationalizations of the sports variety. We call it the 10-Minute Drill. At the end of the drill, he likes to hand out what he calls razzle-dazzle. What are you handing out today, sir? Oh, uh, here at the drill, and it's a new year. Yeah. So a new year comes new resolutions. Yes. And one of them resolutions, a lot of time for people, is getting fit. Get fit. Getting right. Get right. Getting sculpted. Mentally tough, physically so, tough. That's right. So we're giving a one-year membership to the right. YMCA of Florida's First Coast Battle. Young man. Yes, sir. Don't you let the battle I say, young man. Battle <laughs> uh, for a household up to two people. <laughs> Make sure you visit fcymca.org for more info. Holla at your boy. Thank you. Uh, shout out to Go Blue. I, I I think I figured out why I like Harbaugh. Uh-huh. Because I'll say this about Jim Harbaugh. He's a quirky dude, man. Oh, it's John that you don't like. I don't like John. Gotcha. John was there last night. Yep. I like Jim. Most people like John don't like Jim. I'm I like more Jim. Jim I, than, here's why I'm I like more John than Jim, but yeah. I, Jim is gross. I, mean, I, figured, I, I don't hate him as much. I figured out why I like him. Not hate, but I don't I figured out him. why I like him. Okay. Oh, you got your hair good and fixed up. I, it took me a while. Nice. That's why I'm late. Oh, okay. yeah. oh I man. I get my hair. Yeah, much he better. It's long, right. dude. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah, his hair right for real. It was frustrating me. Did you have a brush? you have a brush? No, it's just all him. Yeah. That's right. Very dexterous. I like Jim Harbaugh because he's... He loves his school. Yeah. And it's his school. It's like Spurrier at Florida and, or Kirby and, at Georgia. And, and, yeah. Those guys, like I mean. o'clock hour. <laughs> oh, he did? That's, I said so, the same that's, thing. That's why special. I like Jim Harbaugh. I mean, it meant so much to him to bring his school a natty. Um, I, I just, he's, but he's a quirky dude. Like, like he has to, like, he likes to win the Gatorade don't dunk me. So the boys are chasing him. And they throw the wa- uh, the Gatorade on him, and they, j- they end up getting John. They miss him. <laughs> then they, but long after they finally got him, and they got him good. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's he loves his guys. It seems sincere. Yes. He's quirky. He's odd, but yeah. And I'm I, I, like when he I talked to I talked to Jake's dad, Jake, our buddy Jake mm-hmm. Warnera, who's PV at the game. Yeah, good. And I didn't talk. I mean, I saw him at a high school basketball game last week, and. And some of the guys, some of his friends were there too, and they were talking about when Harbaugh came to visit. And you know, he's genuinely interested in the kid and wanting the kid to be. And so that's a good thing too. But I just love the fact that he loves his school. Yeah, and it meant I, so. I mean, that listen, Michigan fan will now become intolerable, like you said, and yeah. I get that part too. They deserve it. But man, fifteen and zero is. I just want to get to five and zero, three and zero. Imagine fifteen and zero. Well, and Georgia did it a couple of years ago. The yeah. the last year, you know, yeah. I've all, no. They last year they lost to Bama in the title game. It was two years ago. They lost to Bama in the SEC title game. Then, they, or was that two years no, ago? They did I that. Think, then I think Georgia, right. yeah, yeah, twenty two right. was fifteen yeah, and zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And and Michigan yeah, tw- in twenty three. Twenty three. They lost one. LSU and Trevor's Clemson team was the first to go fifteen and zero. Wow. Trevor. All right. Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor, um, you know, uh, <laughs> reserving the right to change your mind or, yeah. or not sticking to it uh, can come back and bite you. Yes, but I, I had a, like a like a legitimate feel 
at one point, mid to late year, that Michigan might be the best team. Because they and I at the time I they they played the defense is real and they run the ball real and what Harbaugh did in the run game you know we get so enamored with the the flashy pass offenses and the schemes and the strategies that dude shuffles around three hundred pounders and he keeps the defense on their toes and he's got these explosive running backs who get a crease and boom uh-huh. he gone so. They rave about the O line when you're watching Michigan play, right? So we won't draft any of them. Well, you understand, and you also we'll draft under- the, the Washington defensive line. That's but what you, we'll do. But you also understand why <laughs> yeah, Jake went that. to Ann Arbor. Yeah, it's a good, because, good place to develop. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, but then in my downtime with Dan, I was talking about the way too early top twenty five and how you know Florida has become irrelevant and, and I mean you yeah. nowhere to be found, which is I, I like any five and seventeen. But then I'm looking and like uh, like. They have, and by the way, one other thing about Michigan, I love that kid. Uh, he reminds me a lot of our def- when we won the Natty. He reminds me of Ahmad Black or Lawrence or uh, not uh, Major Wright, Mikey Sanderstrell. Mm-hmm. He had the interception return. I to told assaulted. I told Brooksy going into the game. I said I don't know what's going to happen. I said I like Michigan, but I think I, I bet you that Mike Sanderstrell. Every time I watch Michigan, that kid makes a play. And and he's not the fastest guy. You saw him with the interception, uh, but he's he's a ball hawk, and he he's a leader. And you throw these guys, you throw these twenty two and twenty three year olds in at Michigan. They all came back to win it, and it worked. It doesn't rarely work, but Blake Corum and his twenty seven touchdowns. The kid, the kid, the backup running back who scored touchdowns. The first I think he was injured a lot of the year. Yeah, yeah, Edwards. Yeah, but that kid went for. When Blake Corum was hurt last year, he's the kid. He yeah. torched Ohio State for 200-plus, bro. Yeah. So they had a one-two punch, but then the Edwards kid really struggled this year because Corum shined and Edwards, as you said, was hurt. But anyway, Michigan loses freaking everybody, and yet they're preseason six. Yeah, you got to look into that a little. So I mean, if you're if you're gonna, I, you, um, yeah, you got to kind of go with the betting odds. By the way, if you want to get a real idea on how yeah. good do you think teams are going to be, yeah. And what jumped out to me is Ole Miss, the seventh biggest favorite. Well, here's what I this is the but here's the new kids on the block group. Ole Miss, Missouri, Arizona. Yeah. No, no, and no. Okay. Uh yes, yes, and yes to the college football playoff. Yeah, maybe. Uh the bigger top one. twelve teams. Missouri. Go look at Missouri's schedule and understand who they're bringing back. Go look no, at we their did. schedule. Yeah, we, we looked yeah. at it here. Yeah. You're, to, to that point, that will certainly grease the wheel on them getting in. But it's gonna be interesting with that sixteen team SEC. Yeah. It's gonna be inter, or, you know, it's gonna be interesting. With Oklahoma, Most of Texas. them play tough schedules, except Missouri. Yeah, I here's where I differ. While yeah, I could plausibly get them to eleven and one. They're Missouri. I don't think they will. Okay, that's what I think. Uh, you do that all the time. Uh, well, here's though, with these guys. Yeah, but here's here, yeah. here's here's what I mean though. Hick, yeah. they were top ten this year, and Florida should have beat them. Yeah, they weren't much better than our five and seventeen. Yeah. So I don't think that Missouri is built to the level of some of those others that I can assume victories where we gave them. Yeah. Maybe they are. Maybe yeah. they're ready to become that. Now I tell you, the I watched, Michigan guy, I, I like. Them, I watched him handle Ohio State. I did too with the third quarterback, yeah. and I'd like to play that card too. I just don't trust them like they're Georgia, Bama, yeah. Texas, some of those teams. Um, Georgia's the number one in the yeah. in the way too early. They got that the quarterback coming back, and they, they have they have a hellacious schedule. Now they have a schedule. I love looking at this, though. Expected key additions. Running back Trevor Etienne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's culture. Anyway, I grind. Go ahead. What? I seethe, in fact. I seethe. I, oh. I, the Michigan guy I love, I don't think he can come out yet, is that Mason Graham kid. Oh. Yeah, that. Uh, 55. That, line, yeah, 55. Yeah. That, that uh, you know, I hope we don't not draft him because of short arms or something. 
<laughs> Them boys, they, that's the best defense in the country yes. all year. Yeah. And, and statistically, and I mean, they and shut they, down. Penix lit up everyone he played. Well, yes and no. Well, he had a couple. Remember, the big games. It feel, and, it felt and that like. poor kid. The games that I watched. That, that's fair. Oregon, he, the, the semi. Michael Penix was a. Why isn't he being mentioned as a top five pick a week ago? To yeah, yeah. I wouldn't draft that. Yeah, kid. <laughs> yeah. poor guy. Listen, he'll 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 fall. And there's something about you know what, Pross? It's that lefty quarterback thing. It just it he looks throws funky. it funny like yeah. Tua did. Yeah, but then funny. if you flip him, because yeah. I've seen them both. I've seen the video where they take the lefty and, and make they flip him look righty, him and he looks normal. <laughs> well, that's because we don't see many left hands. But it does. But it's. De- it's just not. You but think it is? But doesn't look like he kind of pushes it. But if you t- flip it around, but if get, you flip it, it's well, the same this? throw. And do you, try this then. Yeah. Flip the righty to lefty. And what does he look like? That's a good point. I don't know. I don't flip you know it. I, mean? I just have seen should, it flipped. Yeah, I'm I, not good enough well, to go flip it. Flip I don't know how to flip, flip it. it. Be a flipper. I can't flip it. I, I had a you make the call uh, situation yesterday mm-hmm. as I'm driving through Pleasantville. That's what I call the JCP. Okay. It's like Pleasantville. I'm here. Little white fences and sidewalks and hello neighbor. Is it in black and white or is it in color? Black and white at times. Yesterday in color. So oh, this okay. is a you make the call. This is a, what would you what would you do? Okay, I'm ready. So I, I turn into Pleasantville and I'm driving. You know, it's, it's, it's it's the middle of You're the in day. your neighborhood. In my neighborhood, from I'm going from and you know where I live. I'm going from basically where the middle school is on Racetrack Road oh, sure. down towards my house. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, towards the golf course. Mm-hmm, right, that's mm-hmm, the direction mm-hmm. you go towards my house. And I, I'm driving. Are you yeah. in the neighborhood or the main road? I'm on like the that. neighborhood road. Okay. I've turned into the neighborhood into road. The neighborhood. I'm going past the plantation park right there. That's to the right where they strawberry fields that forever. And it's a, it's that time where schools get them, uh, the middle school age kids are getting out and they're, they're walking from the school to the, to their houses and their Smoking, neighborhoods. Smoking, vaping. Yeah, probably. Some of those <laughs> oh, things. Yeah. Hitting the stick. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. I wonder. So I'm driving, it's, it's, it's school zone even. I mean, you're going like 20, 25 miles an hour and I'm, and I'm driving along and I can see up in front of me a couple hundred yards to the right, you know, a little gaggle of kids. And gaggle. I, I see these two, two boys and I said, man, they're playing rough, man. They're kind of playing rough. They're like grabbing each other with the wrestler or something. And then I see, Whack! Oh, fight! A punch! Fight! Right fight, in the side of the fight. face! Oh, okay. Oh, threw it. Yeah. You make the call. Yeah. What do you do? Well. Do you just keep driving home? Do you I saw stop what it, the car? Do you I, pull I, into the neighborhood? What do you, what, well, what, what do you, what do you do? What I did the one time, now, the only difference is I didn't, I knew one of the kids. I don't know anyone I here. wheeled I just, around, got out, yelled, <laughs> knock it off, and they immediately stopped. Yeah. And and made sure the kid was okay. He was not getting. He was not doing well in the yep. f- said fight. Fair. I scared my little kid because he was probably like six or seven. He's like, mm-hmm. what do you know, like freaking out. But I was like, that's what I'm going to do to you, kid. If yeah, you yeah. ever mouth me. But but if I didn't know him, <laughs> how far away were you? I'm driving down the road. This is ha- you know. There's like a little. Got a little grass culvert, yeah. and then uh-huh, you got uh-huh. the the sidewalk there. You know, I think there. I think it's cool to get out and stop a fight. What would you as have an done? adult? What would you have done? Were they, they were, were they fighting? Was just one lick, and they were done? No, no, no. The one lick happened. It caught my eye. Yeah. I'm driving by now. I look, and the other one's getting ready to come. They're yeah, no, oh, yeah. it's a fight. So, it's a fight. So it's a fight. Yeah, yeah. I got to get out. I got to get out. I but pulled in a, immediately. Yeah, that's a sticky yeah. situation. I pulled though. in immediately. I don't get, by the way, we're not talking about. 20-year-olds. We're talking about yeah. 11-year-olds. Right. Yeah. 10, 11-year-old I don't, kids. I don't, I don't, I'm Here's what jumped out at me. I'm, I'm going, okay. <laughs> so I do. I pull in. I'll give you the, 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 the quick story. It wasn't a huge, mm-hmm. long one. It was a quick one. I yeah. pull in. I did the same thing. The first thing I do is I get out and raise my Knock it off. Yeah. Right, right. Yep, yep. Right. And and they usually stop. And they stop. Yeah. And I'll give them credit for this stage. You know, a couple of the older, long-haired uh, kids that were probably in, you know, part of oh, those, uh, yeah. those they, punks. The punks left, <laughs> yeah, of course, and they yeah. left me with the five or six, eleven-year-olds <laughs> yeah. that were involved in the thing, uh-huh, right? Uh huh. Uh-huh. 
And I, and I can quickly figure out what's going on here. The kid who's getting beat up, he's just kind of a little nerdy Asperger's he kid, get, you know. Just uh-huh. a, 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 he's getting picked just, on. He's getting picked I don't on. I like that. Yeah. Right? I can, just, I can feel that right away because the kid who's beating the hell out of him is a foot taller, plays sports, yeah. got a gold yeah. chain on. He he didn't sat, He didn't go, you're not my dad. He yeah. didn't say you can't tell me. What, right? He didn't do that. I'll all give right. him credit. They sat, so I went over there, and the first uh-huh. thing I did was stop him. And the little kids said, they beat me up all the time. I'm going to tell the dean. (laughs) You know, and I can tell, I see what it is. I know the age. This kid on the bike they're beating up annoys them. He annoys the other three, and they pick on him because they can. And so I got him, you know, anyway, I got them all together. I gave him some life lesson lecture. I can't even remember exactly what I said. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I said at the end of the day, I said, you know what separates you from the animals that live in the woods next to your house? What? Your brain. Yeah. Okay. Use it, yeah, yeah. right? You know who? You know who? The first time they can't get along, the first time they want to serve themselves, beats the heck out of each other. Raccoons, boys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I, much I, better life lesson than me. If I see you picking on this kid one more time, I would have. I'm gonna beat <laughs> yeah, your ass. I would have. I would have. <laughs> Austin three sixteen says I just whipped your ass. <laughs> it was well, and it was it was interesting though because as I got out and go, then I could hear another hey, so another father who had been parked on the other side waiting for his kids to get off the bus yeah he sees and he kind of walks over but i you know like i said i had him gathered around about six of them and i'm just trying to tell him i said listen there's a couple things here getting punched in the face hurts yeah punching someone in the face hurts yeah you don't have a better way to figure this out what's going on yeah because it's i gotta tell you you look awful dumb yeah you know and i try to register find the one it looked like one kid was two years older which i was almost hoping but it ended up they were the same age but one kid is i can tell he plays sports. He's bigger. He's coordinated. He wasn't necessarily super over the top, like hyper. He's very quiet. He listened to me, but I, anyway, so that's well, what I did. So when I drive back today and he's beating him up again, <laughs> you know what I'm thinking about doing? I'm, I'm thinking about going and hanging out and camouflage yeah. about school let out time to see what's going on. Of course, today I'll have to dodge these severe storms that are closing no school. the schools. Oh, yeah. What are we doing? Pest of the day is coming up later. That's the 10 minute drill. Breakfast of Maselli, top of the hour. Uh, Six four one ten ten right now for the razzle dazzle. E, tell the folks what they're gonna get on your membership at the YMCA for Boom. Florida's first coast. Valid for a household up to two. Visit fcymca.org for more information. All right, we got uh, Tony Baselli. We'll talk Jaguars here at uh, top of the hour. We got brunch with the tour uh, twenty twenty four kicking off. Uh, class started yesterday over at the uh, Swoop Nation. What do you got? New building, new room. So I had to get used to that. I was able to navigate correctly on the computer. That was a big win. Packed house. Packed house. Okay. Filled up. Uh, that was exciting. What are we up to this year? We got 30. Is that I think we cap that... at 30. They've, oh. they've asked me to go uh, summer. Well, yeah. oh, okay. first time he's been extended. Yeah, so right. I'll be teaching summer B. I've chosen summer B. Good for you. Um, so, yeah, we're off to a good good start. We have a one only one UNF athlete in there, a tennis player, so we'll be rooting him on. He's okay. a Buholz Bobcat. You often will take your, uh, your, told your, your team yeah, we'll on go, a field trip and we'll watch field them. We'll field trip over there and watch good. those guys nice. if they're playing one Have day. them file a report, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, a lot of good things happening. It looks like a good crop of kids and uh, excited about it. We were Yesterday's missing... just a kind of, there's no assignments yet. No Are assignments. There, yeah. No assignments. What we were, were we missing... talking about yesterday? Anything? We were missing two. Oh, no. Um, I was interested. Slackers. I did take a... Uh, um, I did take an interesting uh, uh, question to them. I, I'm curious. More and more kids are sports fans, especially are, are gambling. And I, so I asked them, "How many of you, you know, bet?" And a bunch of them do. It's it's 
it's an amazing thing. Parlays is like a big thing right now. I mean, I'm it's telling got, you, and there's well, these sites. So there's all these sites for these kids, and I was over at watching at my neighbor's uh, the the Orange Bowl game, and all the kids over there are you know got bets. But do you know? Did you? you and you probably do. I didn't know this, but I would. It makes sense to me. I mean, I have a theory, but I think you cannot. You know how you can do the, um, uh, you know, the NFL. You'll go. Um, uh, ETN will have pl- uh, yeah, go player over props. Eight, they player props over eighty-two and a half yards. Mm-hmm. There are no player props in college sports. I don't think. I, I don't know. And I my assumption, uh, sports wager. Except my assumption like to that Friday would be that would be that rounds. would be easier to fix if you're a. You I, know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I well, think that's correct. Well, the college no- you'd have to worry about. Like, a lot of the fears that you used to have, you don't have anymore because athletes can't, they, they make so much money, they don't need to right. fix anything. Right. Back in the day when they're, you know, driving taxis in the offseason. Correct. You get the Alex Karras's go rogue. Yeah, but I thought that was um, interesting. Man, Jaws out for the year. Where did that come from? He tore, Dunk I guess. He, so hard. Yeah, I guess. Is that what it was? Oh, I don't know. Oh. No, he, he <laughs> tore his labrum in practice, I guess, on Saturday. Yeah. I, one thing's clear that he, he, his, his impact. I mean, there were seven and twenty without him. He came back. I think they went six and two. And now they're done. Now he's gotten hurt. He's out for the year, and they'll be done. It's just going to be a lost, forgotten year yeah. for the Memphis Grizzlies, which kind of describes every year for the Atlanta Hawks. So I feel you, Memphis. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I saw. I thought that was uh, our guy's shoulder is, d- despite a thousand shots a game, doing just fine. Y'all see James Worthy's comment? About, James Worthy? Yeah, about LeBron James's dunk. It no. was an okay dunk. You know, he took off like the dotted line. James Worthy said. It's the dunk of the century. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Worthy was a good dunker. Worthy would take it high, that straight arm dunk. Remember that yeah, one? Yeah. He looked like stiff. He would, like, jump from about eight feet out just completely, like, like Statue of Liberty. Like, you know was. dunking, James. You know dunking. Yeah. That's, that wasn't a dunk of Let the century. Let me ask bro. you. Uh, the LeBron haters are, are, are getting after him about a comment he made about. Bronny? Uh, no, about oh. Tyron Lue, which makes it look like a shot at Darvin Ham. Their oh, current coach. Well, they're starting to get out in L.A. They're starting yeah, to blame Darvin Ham right, inevitably. Be right. right, it can't be. You can't be AD and LeBron. Right. Um, I got a basketball question. Yeah, I'm uh-huh. not an expert in terms of. Well, they call uh, me Doctor Hoop. So what you got? I I put a lot of effort into the Florida Kentucky game. Yeah, you know, Kentucky Jeff uh-huh. and I. Did you were watch going, it with them? No, oh. I wouldn't do that. No, I didn't. Uh, but we were going back and forth. A lot of hate and yeah. Uh, Really I, I, I thankfully, I think maybe I got too mean with him. I've been excluded now from that circle. <laughs> I got well, enough. I don't know when you said lose my number. Maybe that was good. what he did. Well, perfect. He did. Well, good. I'm, I'm okay with it. It wasn't yeah, I a complaint. I, it's not like I'm longing for a closer relationship okay. with Kentucky Geoff. Yeah. And I do talk to him about other things. Okay. But the, when it comes to Kentucky, Florida, I, I mean, they beat us now all the time in everything. I know. And so maybe he'll just reserve it more for me. <clears throat> but anyway. What's your question? So I'm watching the game. I watched the whole game, Kentucky. Florida. Yeah, I did too. I felt like I feel like Florida has a lot of good parts. They've got size, which they haven't had against Kentucky's always been bigger. Yeah, we Florida could go toe to toe with out-rebound. anybody in the country in yeah. terms of size. They have now, really skilled size is another matter, but that's another, there's some skill in there. They have but the really, fact that Tyree Samuel and well, the big guys didn't have anything. Well, is what hurt them. The other they day. have really good guard play. You know, Walter Clayton and Zion Pullen are both really good That'd basketball good. players. And if Kugel can ever get going, he will really help. He's not even starting. Went from lottery pick to not starting at Florida, which is not a good career track. But that's I think where that's he is. probably a short-term message. I I'm think sure. Long-term, he's... Uh, and then my guy, Will Richard, who I mushed. Did I you tell you mushed. that story? Yeah, you talked about here how good he is and how great he's been I shooting. I mean, he's been stroking like nobody's he business. He didn't make a shot the other day. I don't think he scored. 0 for 7. Yeah. Ugh. 
But yeah, anyway, they get anything from him, they get one basket from Will Witcher, they win. But anyway, the thing that drove me nuts, and you mentioned the kid, he's played great basketball in December. He's a Seton Hall transfer. Um, Samuel. Tyree Samuel. Mm-hmm. So describe what I'm doing because this is, this is what I see Tyree Samuel do. And I, I think you have to know your role, know what you're good at, and a coach has to get the good out of the player. And yet for some reason, when Florida – now you're going to be the play-by-play guy. Yes. Uh, the basket's there. basket's okay. behind me. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm standing at the free throw line. Um, Samuel has a ball. Who is? Guard's, guard has brought the ball up. Samuel is down. He's on the left wing. He comes up and sets a screen at the elbow. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Top of the key. Yeah. Okay, he comes off the screen. They give it to him. Top of the key. Samuel, 6'9", bounces, dribbles, lumbers around. Dan looks like Frankenstein. <laughs> he does. Every time. That's not what you want. You want him inside. Yes. I was going to say for this, for all that size. Did they, you see that, though? Yeah. Did, that, did you notice uh, that? Yeah. Dude, he kept taking the – why is he – and then and then he'd pull up and shoot a three Here's, or a, a tw- uh, 18-footer? I don't know why he shot Bro, the – Bro, you're good inside. I don't know why he shot the three. I think the idea is to draw Kentucky's big man out of the – Okay. Out of the paint is wow. all I think because that's not how he has traditionally played this year. I know. They do not, ha- for all their size, they do not have a good low post game. Like those, even Han Golton and. and he and might be okay. But they don't have it. Like I say, like Han, is it Han Golton? It's an odd name. Han Lockton. Han Lockton mm-hmm. the other day had a couple where he got inside and got up off his feet. And I mean, he threw some calamitous shots off the backboard. <laughs> so they're, they're not real smooth in the. I think they're better, but look, it's gonna, it's not going to come down to Kentucky. That game against Kentucky, the game against they, they played against Baylor, Dan, those games get them into the tournament if they beat other teams. You don't necessarily have to win them, but you can't turn around and go one and one against Georgia. You can't go – you've got to beat some Ole Misses in Tennessee. Well, they're at Ole Miss to tomorrow. I know they are. Ole Miss was a fraud, though, but well, they have a good coach. They were undefeated, and they lost for the first time this weekend. They got hammered by Tennessee. Yeah. Who's a good team? Tennessee is, uh, yeah, better than us. We have. We have I think Florida. Listen again. I, I think Florida is much better than they were last year. Although their record isn't. A, I like Golden. I think he knows what he's. I think he's going to play. He's going to. He's going to play the portal game. We're not going to be. You know, I think we're going to get McDonald's All Americans all the time. But I think ultimately we we can. Okay. You know, Florida can. We got Tony Baselli next. Breakfast with Baselli. Want to yep. do that? Yeah, let's do that. All right. He joined us yesterday. We'll get a little bit more after yesterday's um, end of the season press conference. We'll play for you what Doug Peterson said about Luke Fortner and his offensive line, and then we'll get the big fellow's response. All that and more next. You're listening to The Drill on 1010XL 92.5 FM. All right. You know him, you love him. Number 355, PFHOF. Number 71 in your program, number one in your heart. He's Don Anthony Baselli Jr. He joins us right now. Good morning, Tone. Good morning. Are you uh, West Coasting or are you home? Where are you these days? I'm, uh, I'm in San Francisco, boys. It's a little 5 a.m. Oh, God right bless now. you. God bless you. Do you know? Well, you know, I, yeah, I figure I, this is, uh, I'm just doing what Jeffrey Prosser does every day. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Tone, um, uh, we got a couple, we got obviously a ton to get into. Let's get your initial reaction, though. Uh, the defensive staff basically let go, uh, led by Mike Caldwell yesterday. Um, a little surprised. Mm-hmm. Maybe more surprised at the timing, mm-hmm. how quickly it was done. Mm-hmm. Um, let me start before we get into kind of the dynamics of it. Let me okay. start with this. Mike Caldwell's a good coach. Yeah. Well, he'll get a job. I mean, I, I, yeah, I agree. He's a good coach. This was his first time being D.C. Um, 
Others, I'm sure he learned a ton. Are there things I disagreed with and thought they could have done different? Absolutely. It's coaching. It's football. But he is a good coach. Mm-hmm. I, I just, and I, my, I have always have a problem this time of year. Yeah. How cavalier all of us are of just firing people. I get it. Because last night, a bunch of guys went home, said to their wives and kids, pack the bags, we're moving. Yeah. Relocate. <laughs> you know, re- relocate. And they these these guys guys have kids in schools and they're impacted and Correct. they're older kids their friends are making you know people say stuff so and you know what's interesting tone is that every one of them though will tell me and I'm sure they and you've lived it so you know it better than me but they'll tell me well that's what yeah, we signed up for part of it yeah. you know that's it's we, part of the job no no, no, no. I'm not saying that at all. no no they get it it's, I know. This, this, they do but I I just always step back and say gosh we're cavalier just yeah like, that's, fair. that's fair that's <laughs> fair which which I'm, but that's the business yeah that's and they get that but. I just wanted to say that because I think sometimes we we we, we make these kind of binary black yeah. and white yeah. bad coach good coach bad coach. You're making me feel bad because I want to come back and say. With that said, that's not enough for me, Baselli. I want more blood. Well, I think people still do. <laughs> yeah, they do. Um, they hundred percent. We'll talk about do. that in a second. Yeah, the, they weren't good enough defensively. Right. They, they had moments during the year when they could get turnovers. They did some interesting things. I'm and, sure, Tony, wouldn't you say, though, I'm sure that Mike Caldwell's response would be, well, you guys changed the offense. You added to the offense. You did, We had basically the well, same defense. that's where I was going to go. Yeah. It's not like we gave uh, Mike Caldwell was given a, you know, a, a Ferrari to go out there right. and drive around. Yeah. I mean, I mean there's, you know, he, he, had, he had his hands tied a little bit. And I think the big learning for him is, he had an idea of how he wanted to play defense mm-hmm. in his head. I don't think he ever had the personnel to play defense the way he wanted. The way he wanted and to. He tried, okay. The way he wanted to. And he tried to. And it just. And then he made adjustments. I think we saw that last year. We saw it this year playing more zone. Because um, I think at his core, he wants to play man, blitz, get after you. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he didn't have the personnel to do that. So, um, I understand why the change. The timing is interesting to me. And I was thinking about this this morning. Okay. Is this is either Doug had made his mind up weeks ago? Because remember, this is not an easy decision for Doug Peterson. Tony, I wondered is- that day that they had the press conference where Doug revealed that he went to Mike Caldwell and suggested they move, you know, Trayvon and Josh Allen inside more. And I kind of even thought at the time, I said, "Yeah, that's kind of probably annoying for the head coach to be giving that type of instruction, right? You're counting on that guy to be your head coach on defense." No, I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Like, that doesn't worry me as much, Jeff. My understanding is, and I, I mean, Jeff, you know this, Mike Caldwell and Doug Peterson are friends. Sure, good friends. Good friends. They have been for years, what I what I hear. Good I think we heard from the same person. That surprised me. Yeah. In fact, I didn't realize they were past cross or that they had, you know. I knew they had a relationship, but I didn't know yeah. they were. Yeah, apparently they're boys. Friends. Yeah. Not quite I mean, as not quite as much boys as, you know, maybe Press, who was in the pup tent last night with some pizza bites, but. <laughs> Well, let's not go there yet. But I mean, that's like that's not an easy. Like this was not taken light. If, if, like this, stop. Um, so I almost did, did Doug make this decision weeks ago? Because to do it, and this is after his press conference where he said, you know, he said he's going to take some time to kind of evaluate before he makes any decisions. Well, three yeah. hours later, word comes out that the whole staff's been fired, and so this was not an easy phone call, not an easy decision. Right. I mean for personal reasons and everything else. So one of two things in my mind happened. Doug made this decision weeks ago, 
or you know, well before yesterday, mm-hmm. not weeks, you know, kind of you know, see how it played out. Or was this influence, and was he told like changes need to be made? Yeah, and and just to remind everyone, the way that the organization is set up, both Trent and and uh, Doug both report their peers, right. kind of on the org chart, and they both uh, report to Shaw. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if it was Trent who was, you know, banging the table. What do you mean? Trent needs to be careful about banging the tables because oh, well, a lot yeah, of us well, are banging I, tables I, I, for saying, him. I will. Fair, you can't. To be, to be fair to Trent, I'm not saying. Yeah, I know you're not. not. I know you're yeah, not. Yeah, I want to make sure. Or did Chad, or is this just Doug? I don't know. But here's an interesting but, question that I have for you. And I want, and, and I mean this honestly, I'm not kidding around with, with this with Shad Khan. Yeah. Who does Shad Khan talk to about football? Who's his trusted I, soldiers that can tell him, like, like. Because we're and, thinking maybe that should be you, Tony. Get well, a little more aggressive. We've said there. that before, but no, honestly, Tony, and, and, and I mean it because what happens now as it doesn't turn out as we expect, and this is just human nature, Balky goes in and. And or, or Peterson goes in and says, well, you know, we we did the best we could. We didn't really have certain blah, 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 players, players, players. Balky goes in and goes, well, maybe he should have, you know. That's my point. It, Man, the little point. bit of finger pointing starts. Is all That's just human nature. I get that. But my question is then, so who does Shad turn to, to someone to tell him, look, it, you don't have a good enough roster. or I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. And I'm curious I about that. I, I, I'm not, and I'm not playing coy. I really. I know. know. I, I believe you don't. I don't know either. I'm. I'm just wondering if there is anyone, or is he just doing this on his own? And that's kind of dangerous because that would be like me. The same thing. I don't know the X's and O's part of it. I need to understand it more. I know that it. it I shouldn't say I know this. It feels like Shad was around more this year. Okay. It felt like that. I don't know if it was actually or not. Mm-hmm. It felt like that. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know how it exactly who Shad talks to outside of Doug and Trent, which I mean they're going to be biased. I mean to your point, human nature, and, I, and I, maybe this doesn't happen. Maybe Trent and Doug are, and I, I don't know. It might be a lockstep. I, I don't know. I don't have the inside yeah. or understand their how tight they are. Their relationship, I really don't. Right. So maybe they're on the same page, and this yeah. was they did this together, and they they are marching and you know hand in glove, and they're good. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe this was shot. I, it's really, it, and the only reason I bring this up is because the timing was curious. Yes, it's either that or Doug knows someone else he really wants to go get. Yeah, like every, a lot of speculation about Wink Martindale. I don't know if there's any relationship there, but he got let go yesterday. Well, yeah. well Wink's not going to do any. He didn't get let go. He left. Right, he left. Anything. Right, he didn't like Dayball. Right, they didn't get along. Well, allegedly. I don't think he liked the fact that Dayball fired two of his guys. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, okay, I'm, I'll see you. Right, uh, and Wink's a. Very, uh, very good coach. Yeah, very good. There's a lot of good coordinators out there, though, Tone. There's some good. Yeah, again, it's the players, though. In the end, it well, is the players. Is what I say all the yeah. time. Yeah, you're it's right. Not X's and O's. It's Jimmy's and Joe's. Right. Um, and this is a defense that was average at best. Got hot at the end of last year, 22. Made some big plays when they needed to, but couldn't rush the pressure. Yeah, wasn't. Great against the run. I mean, they're just average. Yeah. Um, 
and they did nothing in the offseason. Right. And they, they did no made no improvements. I mean, you got a statistically, Tony, statistically behind Allen and Walker, you have Chase on and Smoot coming in to rush the passer, and those guys were, God bless no, them both, they had terrible years. That's all you have to know. Yeah. Even though my, my great prediction of 25. Congratulations, that is true. Was correct. Yes. Um, they had 27 and a half between yeah. the two of them. You think they'll do better than that next year? Hold on. <laughs> they had 12 and a half from the rest of the team. I know, it's just awful, bro. And that's how the the interior guys, I mean, listen, Roy Robertson Harris played great down the stretch last year. I don't think he, I don't remember hearing his name a lot. Fadakasi two years in, I mean, and and, and part of it is I'm, 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 I'm jaded because of the last game I just watched where it was hideously bad, but. I mean, well, let's they, not get, I don't want to get, let's not break down the person. We have sure. A, a whole offseason. That's that. fine. Let's get back. My to the, point yeah, is, yeah. let's not, let's like, that's why the timing was interesting. Mm-hmm. And let's not forget, you know, Mike Caldwell, young coordinator, you know, learned a lot. I think a good coach, but learned a lot. And I'm not saying Doug was wrong for letting him go, mm-hmm. but let's not act like, again, I'm going to go back. It's not like he had a Ferrari parked in the car right. and he went and crashed it. Which leads fans that will say this then, Tone, and, the, and I, you sort of, I'll allude to the point, the offense was worse in every single statistical category this year than last year, okay? And they did add to the offense. Now, one guy. Well, no. First yes. round pick, second round pick, third round pick. Time out. Yeah. They added one starter. They yeah. Replaced, like, and I'm, I'm good with it. I think Anton Harrison's a good player. Yeah, so I do too. This is not a, I do too. They replaced their best offensive lineman with a first round pick. Okay. The best offensive lineman they let walk out the door last year, and I'm not saying that was wrong because, I mean, you have salary cap. and they Sure. Then you know what they did? They said, we're going to let him go because we can get a, a starting tackle in the draft mm-hmm. for much cheaper mm-hmm. salary cap. So that was a good nope. move. That's fine. But, it, but if you look at it, they didn't Get better at right tackle. Right, they replaced right. a best off the highest performing offensive lineman, highest graded offensive lineman in twenty two. Let him go mm-hmm. and replace him with a first round pick. Right. They then proceeded to pick up a third string tight end in the second round. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying it's Brent Strange's fault, but right. that's what he was right. because you had your franchise tight end and Evan Ingram, and you had uh, Luke Farrell as your number was. He started as your blocking tight end, and then Brenton Strange came in. Okay, that's not adding. And he was hurt most, you know, for a good portion of the year. Mm-hmm. And then you added a, in the third round a running back who was who you opted to not give the ball in third and one and fourth and one on the one yard line. <laughs> well, don't let's not focus on just that. Look uh, at the whole year. I he get it. He was not good. Yeah, non-factor. Non-factor. Now, do I think Tank Bigsby can be a good player? Yeah, good running back. Yes, yeah. but he, he he really struggles catching the ball. Yeah, but the, my debate, point is, you use that capital, which is critically important. To, that's that's fine. Yeah, that's all I'm, that, saying. I'm saying. But you're right. Bad. But I, yeah, I get you. I get you. But yeah, you could. Um, which goes, which we'll talk about the draft and because there's so many sure. other things to talk about now. But yeah. there's there's this is a tough off season. There's big 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 decisions to be tough made. Tough off season. Rank those tough decisions, Stone. Give me like give me the give me the three the, the three biggest. Off the top decisions. of your head, what are the three biggest decisions they got to make? Uh, Josh Allen. Yeah, that's that. Are we all in agreement that no you, brainer? You get that one done. You have to. You got no well, other options. Right. Yeah. You're a you're a defense who's I don't know where they finish rankings, but 
below middle of the pack right now. Mm-hmm. Not his fault. Is that fair? I don't think I'm being overcritical. No, you're not. Um, maybe middle of the pack. And it's not like it's loaded with impact players. I would argue you have one big time. I mean, Foya Lil Kunt's a good player. Oh, and they have good players, but you have one guy who really, I mean, that's Josh Allen. Right. You, you can't let to. him go. Right. Okay, good. In um, my opinion. Second, I mean, second big decision. You have a number of free agents that are starters in this team. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, not free agents. You have a number of guys who are starters in this team that huge, have huge cap numbers going into next year. Mm-hmm. That seems like an easy decision to me. Gone, gone. Oh, really? Gone, gone, gone. Okay, I mean, I mean <laughs> and then the third is, which goes to ties in the two, is what do you do with Calvin Ridley? Yeah, yeah. That that's that's an interesting one. I because I, <clears throat> listen, I agree with what Doug said in his presser. Calvin Ridley is a has a unique skill set that helps you and does things on offense that puts stress on the defense. There's I, no doubt about it. I agree too. I, I agree too. I, 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 I think up. he probably. We, However, yeah. My guess is he's going to want to be paid. I, I think they're saying four years, sixty-eight million is what the market would be for him. Four that, years, six million. No, I don't think that's so. sixteen You're a year. Me, is that I a number? Uh, that, I just Gary saw. McClendon. I've just seen that. So okay. you know, okay. again, I don't know if there's rumors. Maybe, and take. I'm not an expert. Yeah, this, I don't either. spend any time on cap or right. whatever guys make or anything like that because it's not my job. So why would I spend one second thinking about it? Um, but I do know this: Terry McLaren. The Reds, uh, not the Redskins, the Commanders uh, receiver. Mm-hmm. Good player. Good player. I think makes 21 a year. So you think, it'd be, you think it'd be more than 468 is your point? Well, uh, four times, four well, divided six, by 16 a year. Or six, 17 a year. 17 a year. 17 a year. I think he's going to ask for more. His agent's okay. going to ask for more. But wait, I don't know if he gets it or not. I hear But my point is, are you going to pay Calvin Ridley Let's call it somewhere between eighteen to twenty-one. Yeah. You have because who's more important to you, Christian Kirk or Calvin Ridley? I I got to keep them both. Christian or I'm not going to be any good. You got to keep them both. Okay. Yeah, I do. I mean, I'm just saying, Tony. I look at least for a year or two. I know you can't do it like indefinitely, but I we're gonna, Doug said yesterday we're in a window. We can't let good players go. In my opinion, we got enough okay. middle around middle ground kind of players. So I got to identify the six or eight that I think can truly be difference makers. And, let me jump in real yeah. quick because I got some numbers, Tone. So let me just throw these Hold out on. at you. Like DeAndre Hopkins is twenty first. He got two years, twenty six million. He's older, but that's thirteen million a year. That's twenty first as far as the receivers. Uh, yeah, but Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton, Tone, four years, sixty million. Is he better than Calvin Ridley? Cortland Sutton. I, are they pretty are, similar? I think Ridley's a little better, probably a little yeah. more. Maybe, but here, I guess my bigger point is this. Uh huh. And I'm not, and this is, again, this is about cap. This is about managing your camp, understanding. Right, I get and you. And also, looking at what you have to give up, you have to give up a second rounder if you sign him. Well, that's fine, Tony, yeah, because too. I'm I got news for you. We can't draft worth a damn, so okay, I, I'm, I'm fine with this. giving that up. You better, you better change that. Otherwise, I agree. I know. I'm being sarcastic, not, but yes. I, but Dan, hold on. You yeah. cannot. Mm-hmm. Build a team. I know. Through I know. reagents, I get it's impossible it. I know. with I know. the cap. I know. And if, for long term, you can maybe hit it a year, right? Because here's the issue. This is why I think Calvin Ridley is a tough decision for me. Mm-hmm. Not because of him being a good player or not, right? Is because of your cap situation, how much he's probably going to demand, 
I don't think I th- I still think Christian Kirk. If you're looking at this, is your number one receiver. I don't think Calvin Ridley's your number one. The other it's thing we don't off. know, Tone, is the friction. Like Trevor and Ridley, where are they? They, they there was a lot but of miscommunication. Like set so I- that aside. Why set though? That That's an important part of it, oh, isn't I, it? I get that. Okay. Yes, but set it aside for a second. Okay. Because we don't know, and we can talk about that. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it, the offense when it's at its best goes through Kirk and Ingram, mm-hmm. not Ridley. Okay. So I don't think, and Kirk has a huge number. Mm-hmm. He's 15th right now, here. by the way. For, uh, 15th. Oh, no, I don't know what the number is for this year, like you're saying. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm talking to the county. I got, you. Goes I got you. I don't know what it is, but I've been told, I've told, Pete told me yesterday what it was. I can't remember what it was. It's a big number. Uh-huh. You don't um, listen to Pete. That's the problem. Yeah, I try not to. Um, <laughs> but Kirk is, to me, you ha- like he's your number one. Okay. Like he's the guy that him and Ingram is the passing offense goes through right today, and so you have to give. So I would like what I like really on my, the team, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But you have to give. You have to going to pay him, so you have to manage your cap. You have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to have to figure out as far as how you deal with it, and then you give up number two. The reason giving up the number two really bothers me, right, is because of how this team has drafted over the last several years, mm-hmm. addressing needs. And I think you have to invest and you have major issues that you have to address on both lines of scrimmage. And, and, you, so, and you just take the trade for Ridley as being a one-off, thought the window was open, could be what puts you over this year? Because <clears throat> you go well, to I, trouble I, I, and, well, and, well, and to steal I mean, him so is just for a year? Over the last year, if you over the last, because let me, if, you, if last year instead of taking tight end running back, you went O-line, O-line, or O line, D line, big people, and you're, you're like you're getting young, good, you know, starting caliber. I'm not saying Pro Bowl players that are starting caliber players. <clears throat> then you're like, okay, now, well, we can give up a second. But you got to go address the middle of the line. But here's the, the problem, so, uh, here's And I see your point. The problem is we got to use that strategy because the same guys that used that strategy last year messed it up. <laughs> I mean, I think that's but, what Hicken's saying. Last year they should have drafted yeah. big guy, big guy. Well, they didn't. They don't draft good. They, they, you know what I mean? Jeff, that's yeah. the problem. Uh huh. You can't compound mistake over mistake on mistake because you, then you dig yourself such a hole that you wake up and you're like, now what? Right. Because if you look at this, okay, let's just talk about the, the structure of the team. In my opinion, and and maybe the, the I think. I think the team, I think Doug and Trent I'll probably disagree with me, at least the way Doug talked about it at the press conference, which I always take what coaches say at that last press conference with a grain of salt because they're not going to give you everything. Cause they gotta right. be, I mean, Doug said he was going to take the time to make decisions. Yeah, and, he knew. You know, he, he didn't want to talk about the fact that he was going to talk Yeah, about I get it. He's not yeah. going to call out players right. at the last thing because you're not going to give your cards away. So, But he, at the press conference, will just take it at face value right now. Right. I mean, he, because he, he shook us stuff. up over the talk about the interior offensive line tone. He shook that's us up. That's where I'm going. Yeah, that's where I'm going. Yeah. In can, my can, opinion, hey, tone. Can we play? Yeah. Can we play Doug Peterson's comment when asked about the O line and and, yeah, sure. and Luke Fortner? Yeah. Et. This is Doug yeah. Peterson yesterday on. Oh, he was asked about Fortner and in turn classify the offensive line, and it's left us all shaken. Tony, so here here's the comment yesterday from Peterson. You know, and Luke, we, you know, when you talk about Trevor, we ask a lot of Luke, you know. Um, he handles things extremely well. You know, he, he's had to go against some, some pretty good tackles, interior linemen as well, and, and he's held up he's held up pretty well. Continued to work on strength and, 
you know, and, and different things like that. But it's, it's a good group. It's a good group of guys, and, and we're excited. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's the foundation you want as you build your team. That's, uh, Tony, my, my, my enduring image of Luke Fortner is total cockroach on fourth and one, laying on his back. It just seemed to me, and I'm not near as expert, expert as you and, and, and don't watch the film like you do, but I just don't know how with a, with a straight face Doug Peterson could tell us it's all hunky-dory on the O-line and we're building a foundation. In watching the tape all year, in the last two years, I disagree with Doug Peterson on this. I do not think that Luke Fortner today, maybe he can develop into it, that Luke Fortner is a starting caliber center in the NFL. I do not believe that. So that's so I think you have to address center. Right. You have to. I do not think, and I'm very confident of this, that they could call the offense they wanted to call run game-wise because they could, for the reason they could not, is because they could not move people and they could not sustain blocks and they could not be physical enough to run the ball. And I And the proof is, Several times this season, being in shotgun and doing Empty. all kinds of different mm-hmm. things on third and short and third and inches at times and fourth and short and goal line. I don't think they can move people. There's proof. I don't think they can do it. I do not think Luke Fortner today, young player, absolutely, is a starting caliber center. You have to address that. Brandon Sheriff has had a great career. Fabulous. Was a good signing. They needed that veteran presence. They needed him to come in. I think he has done. Everyone says, you know, paid him a lot of money. I think you've gotten your money's worth, and he did what he was asked to do. And is, right. is a good player. He is an aging player who is not a big man when it comes to, like, NFL offensive line. He's athletic. He's a good pass protector. I thought he did the, you know, he's a great, he's smart as heck. But he's older, and watching the tape the last two years, mm-hmm. He is not a guy who's going to move people. Right. He's athletic. He, you know, I think his, he's got older legs. I think you need to, and, and he has a huge cap number going in next year. I think you have to address that. Right guard. Right. I don't think you have a left guard. I think Ezra Cleveland is, there was a good trade upgrade. Again, Good, hard-nosed player. He's a starting caliber left guard. Absolutely. Yeah. However, he's a free agent. Uh-huh. So you're going to have to pay him. What How about much? Cam? I don't know. But you're going to have to pay him. Yeah. So you have to be ready to address left guard, either by paying him right. or drafting a younger player. Oh, boy. We got a lot of problems here, buddy. So there's three. Now, everyone will say, what about what, Hodges, the kid from last oh, yeah. State? Great young player. I don't know if he's good enough to play in the NFL. Right. He's he played. He's from Appalachian State. He had an interesting camp. He got hurt fairly, you know, mid camp or you know at the back half of the camp. Um, fun guy, energy. Got known for doing cartwheels. Great, all fun stuff during camp. But please, 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 please. Right. Just because we get all excited during training camp, oh, let's God. not annoy guys that they're well, great thank players. Thank you. So you see it my goodness this organization is like we do this every year around here every year bro i mean we we, we guys the greatest 
And I, I mean, it, listen, and it, I remember as a player, I would hear fans and like, oh, look at this guy. Look at he's doing. Oh, camp. Yeah. I'm like, who cares? You're right. You're right on Some, that. Like, show me when it counts. Hey, Tone, we're way up against it, but what about Cam? We got to we gotta get going, but what about Cam? What are we if doing? Why, if you guys got to go, why don't you do a break and call me back, and, right. and we'll talk. We'll, and we'll do because uh, we'll do one last thing, and I'll take next week off. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I'm just, so we got well, we have brunch with the tour on deck. Let me check with the brunch with oh, the tour okay, guys. Yeah, okay, okay. I, I see that I'm a secondary player now. No, you're not. Um, He's fine with that. Uh, we'll do we'll, we'll do one more segment with you, and then we'll do brunch with the tour, and we'll be fine. In okay, studio. great. I'll be back. All right, we'll be right back. All right, a segment so good we've gone a second segment with Don Anthony wow. Baselli, the Pro Football big, Hall of big Famer. Time. Stuart Moore, not a Hall of Famer, so he'll, no, he'll, he'll just wait. sit here and wait. Yeah, he's in the green room right Plus now. He's out of, he has meetings, Tony, that he gets to now yeah, skip, so it's, which it's is almost a big good. Win for him. We're doing him a favor. Yeah, Tony, so he's probably happy. He yeah, is happy. He is. He's very sure. happy. He's the, he's he's a Carolina fan too, so he had a worse year than we did, unbelievably. So even though we're probably the most disappointing team in the NFL. Uh, they did not do so well. So let's get back into our conversation. I think we were talking about. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead. We're talking about the offensive line, mm-hmm. and so you, and it goes back to Ridley. Mm-hmm. And so, it, you, like, and this is what you have to do as an organization. It's not just about making decisions for next year, right? I mean, you have to think about that. And this goes back to the how, like, last year. It's how you build your team. Okay, what do you have? Do you believe you have a franchise quarterback? I do. Now. Trevor has to get better. You can say you can believe both at the same time that we have a franchise quarterback, but he's not playing good enough. I'm those down with both those statements. And I believe that he is the guy. And so, okay, he has to get better. He did not take the jump from 22 to 23 that I thought he would. No. Um, but I'm still a big believer in that guy as your quarterback of the future, so on and so forth. So, mm-hmm. so that, okay, you have that. Now you have to decide what kind of team do you want to be? What style? And so I assume, you have to assume, Doug and Trent are on the same page with the style of football they're going to play offensively and defensively. I have my opinions of how you build teams. I'm, Trent does. Uh, everyone does. Okay, but just it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what are Trent and Doug on the same page of that. And then you have to start making decisions of with your, the assets you have, which are your draft picks, your cap room to, for free agency, so on and so forth, and signing your own players to build out your roster. And so, you know, there's the high-level formula. And what that means with a guy like Ridley, you made a trade. You gave him a fourth rounder when you took him. If he played a certain amount of time, it's going to be a third rounder. Giving up a third at this point, right now you're on the hook for a third round pick, which you have to hit on those third rounders because those guys need to be starters, unless they have to be pro bowlers, but those guys have to be guys who contribute and are starters on your team. Um, and, and so that's off the table. So if you no longer have that third round pick, and I believe they have some uh, compensatory from last year's free agency. So maybe you get some of those. Uh, you get a third back. Now the big decision is: Do I get if I sign him to a long year deal? The way the deal is structured, how I understand it, is you give up a second rounder. And so now you, it's not just the cap hit that you take with Calvin Ridley mm-hmm. and, and how you manage your cap and how much do you want invested in the wide receiver position. You have a bunch invested in Christian Kirk, and now you're going to. You know, whatever Calvin is going to ask for, whether it's 17, 20, I have no idea. But it's a big number. But you have to also think about that second rounder because I need draft capital to rebuild certain parts of my team that I have not built. That I, 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 I guess, Mike, I'm, I'm super concerned at this. Our receivers were terrible when we didn't have Kirk and Jones in. 
They didn't have any catches. I guess Parker well, Washington. You're going to have to get other receivers. But my point is, we got a guy here that we went and traded for. We're going to give him a third if we let him go, or a second if we keep him. Let's give up the second and keep him. Yeah, but Jeff. But then that means you're not going to be able to fill that. And and you have like I just went through. So you have the offensive line. I know. Line. I, okay. I, 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 know. I I get it. I, I, know. You I understand that. I, I just okay, so now I'm going to be bad in two spots. I, I haven't even gotten to right. the defensive line. Oh boy. Oh boy! So you so you signed Josh. So you have two and Trayvon. I still don't think he, I, I, I am flabbergasted why he does not rush the three technique more. Right. As because we all are. Look at Apparently, overall, the new defensive coordinator will be more inclined to do that. <laughs> well, but if you look at his, he had ten sacks, and, and I, Trayvon's a starting caliber, good football player. Yeah. Like set aside what he's whether he's picked over one overall and everything like that, sure. and Hutchinson and all that. You can't – that's over. Over. He's a starting caliber football. Good I football player, yeah. He had 10 sacks. A lot of – some of those are effort, which all fast rushers get effort sacks. But if you look at his win rate, according to PFF, and I can't believe I'm using them because I can't stand this site. But yeah. anyways, that's you can – I can get data from. Yeah. If you look at his win rate, not very good. And his pressures, I think he had like 44 and Hutchinson had 100. Like and, Josh Allen had ninety eight or something like that. It was like Josh third Allen, in the league. Yeah, he yeah. was like third in the league. I mean, so, um, and so, it's, but so, let's, we can break down Trayvon later. But the, my point is, you have two guys who can play outside backer in a three four. And I think Trayvon, if you need, you need to, another you know, pass rusher, no matter what, that's a given. Well, forget. No, I'm not even talking about the pass rusher because yeah. I'm talking about you have to get guys in the interior offense line. Yes, that can rush the passer, but yes. also can stop the run. Yes. And you need big but it bodies. makes sense to move Trayvon in, get another pass rusher, and then you have a dynamic well, group. You're talking about third down. I'm, I'm talking. Let's get a, let's get a, let's get to third and long, right. so we can stop him first and second. Okay. And and if you look at our interior right now, I, I, I can't imagine Fadakasi coming back. Right. He is a big number. I hope Devon Hamilton can come back and be the player he was before the injury. Yeah. Because he was not. Right. Um, Ray Robinson. You're keeping Roy because you redid him, so you get no cap savings, right? By letting him go. Well, you read you redid Devon Devon Hamilton as well, so both of those guys right. are back. But, yeah, but you, but you need to get the. You need another you need, dude. That's for sure. You need some dudes. Yeah, hundred percent. So, okay, so you need big people. So now, if you when you get if you if you sign Ridley, you now take away your ability to go get a starting caliber offensive defense alignment, and you need to build that group. Right, you have. I, I don't care who you have running around at wide receiver. If you can't run the ball and we roll out and run it back with the same guys we did last this year, what's going to change? And it I, seems I to you. me, it I, seems I, to me, in listening to uh, the people around Trevor, that they're more concerned about the blocking up front than the receivers. So, well, I, I'm, listen, I would I, suggest I'm, they I, they do better in that part of it. They're not good enough on the offensive line to be a a championship team. I'll just say it. Yeah, I get it. I mean, you, yeah, I, I, and, and I don't think anybody would disagree with you on that. And so they have to get better at the interior three. But you just now, named about nine spots, so that's tough. Well, I, well, but, but this is what happens. I know. When you don't hit on draft picks. Yeah. And it's not just a one-year problem or a two-year problem. It's a decade. Is Devin Lloyd a hit or a miss? He's a starting um, – he traded up back into the first round. Used draft capital to go get him. Yeah. Um, to me, and again, this is philosophy. Linebacker position. I mean, it's important. Mm-hmm. But I think you, got, you can. Typically, I think you can find starters 
down the road a little okay. bit right. in the draft. But now let's go to Devon. Devon uh, Devin. Uh, Devin. Mm-hmm. Devin is a starting caliber. Good. He's a starting caliber linebacker. Yeah. Is he a Pro Bowl caliber player at this point of his career? No, but he's only been in the league two years. Here's where here's where it's hard for fans, Tone, real quick. And, but here's, but, but, but this is ahead. what you've done. Yeah. Last you traded year, up to get him too, by the way, Tony. Traded up to get him, yeah. and then you dra- and then you use the third rounder on Chad Boomer. Yeah, it makes no sense. Makes no and, sense. And so, and then you use the fourth rounder or fifth or fifth rounder this Ventrell year on Miller. another linebacker. Yeah, yeah. And so, and you've spent free agent money on Foyer. Yeah, Foyer is a good player. Yeah. But now you look at it and say, okay, you if if you believed in two, two years ago and Muma and um, Lloyd. and uh, mm-hmm. Lloyd. What you're hoping and you're betting is like Chad Moomin can develop and those can be our two starting linebackers and we can let Foyer go after two or three years. Yeah. And get rid of that big number and now we have Yeah, it doesn't know, look like that's gonna happen. Replace, yeah. And I don't you can't let Foyer go. No. He's your one of your best players on your team. Yeah. It's like gets everyone lined up. And that's and so this is a long diatribe about Calvin Ridley. It's not just about Calvin Ridley. It's what do you have to give up to have keep Calvin Ridley? Right. Cap space and a draft pick. And that's why. And then, Dan, you went to Cam Robinson. Yeah. At the beginning of the year, and I was wrong, I would have bet anything that Cam Robinson would be not your starting left tackle in 2024. Mm-hmm. Because of his cap number, everything else, he drafted, you're, you know, you're hoping Walker Little, so on and so forth. I don't think you can – I think you have to bring Cam back. I think his cap numbers be twenty one million. I think you almost have to go to restructure it, maybe extend it, whatever. You cannot let Cam Robinson, in my opinion, leave. You can't cut him. He's he's under contract. Cam Robinson is your most physical, has a, has attitude, brings toughness. Yeah. He's a big man and he's a starting left tackle. It's, now, Cam needs to, if you're gonna pay him that, he needs to become a Pro Bowl player, a Pro Bowl caliber. He's been here a long time. Seven, top five. Um, I, I, Tony, I, I, I hate to cut you off. Let me. I want to ask each of you guys a question, and then we're gonna have to wrap it up. So okay. it's, it's a one word answer, really. Okay. Do you, th- Hick? Yes. Is Calvin Ridley on the twenty twenty four Jags? Yes. Tony. I don't know. No, it's not an answer. You have to go yes or no. <laughs> well, Whether or not you're right. Which do you think? I, I, if you had to lean one way or the other. It's not about just one player. You have to look at this. I understand I get that. I am looking at it all. You have to look at, at the deficiencies you have. Like, you make sense, Tony. So just not, say yes. Not, yeah, say not, no. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. Right now, yeah. based on what how I look at it, you would I would say no. Giving, I would have yeah. a hard time giving up a second rounder. That's fair. I guess and the only I, thing is, I think it's important to notice that we keep saying giving up a second rounder. If we let him go, it's a third rounder. So it's not like if you let him go, yeah. there's no draft loss. But if you if you keep that's, him, you lose the second rounder. You know, that's a fair point. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what position. I'm factoring that into my my you know feeling on it. So and they might too. And here's the other thing: the reason I don't know is if Calvin Ridley wants twenty million dollars a year, then I'm no. Yeah, well, I don't, and I don't think he'll get that, and I don't think anyone will offer him that. So I don't think that that is a bridge you'll have to uh, cross. We got to run. Appreciate you, my man. We'll talk to you next Thanks, week. Thanks, Tony. Or did we just give up next week? See you. T- no, no, <laughs> no. Right. We're getting him. All right. See you, Tony. <laughs> there he goes. That's uh, the pride of the Jaguars. Uh, breakfast with Baselli on the brunch for the tour Ooh. and the uh, forgotten bridesmaids, Stewie Moore. Next on a Catlin Chuck Accessories Tuesday. Look who's back, yes, sir. Stewie Moore, <laughs> yes. a legend. 
looks better uh, than President ever. He looks Carolina well rested. Nice. What's the fantastic. What's like? Was that four segments? Was that an hour? <laughs> well, you know how it goes. Again, he comes yeah. right in. He attacks the whole thing. Yeah. Attacks the show. I mean, I, I, <laughs> lunch and lunch with Baselli. This is why we take these three months off. You get reminded. Resident Carolina. Every since you've joined us, we've tried to tell you every year. Boy, your Panthers are terrible, and you go in bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and hopeful. Man, but boy, I tell you ooh. what. I, so. And it's nothing worse. I mean, you think people are on here gripping a little bit about Trevor, and I don't know how much Bryce Young had to work with, but he – some guys, when they go to the pro, they just instantly yeah. look a little smaller and weaker armed, and that's what I, yeah. t- I took from watching him this year. Those sideline passes take a while to get there. Yeah. And, that's, uh, and I think – I mean, let's not kid each other. I mean, trading – mortgaging the future for the number one pick and then – as of today, it looks like you actually took the wrong guy. Yeah. That's a tough look. That's a tough yeah. one. You know, and then your owners, that, I mean, that gets a whole, that's a, I mean, you fired, a whole other segment. You fired Frank Reich, who's a pretty well-respected guy, like 10 games in. I the mean, guy has fired, I mean, yeah. he's a terrible Rivera, person. Yeah. Last yeah. Three he's a slee stack. Your yeah. owner's a slee stack. He yeah. owns the soccer team. I know we're going to talk he golf. Fired they them. finally made the playoffs. Yeah. He fired He's that a guy. gross person. Yeah. Really is. talking about? Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah. Just go. He's a terrible person. Yeah. Get yeah. out of here. You're a, you're a, a so drooling slee stack of a person. Yeah. All right, I love I love the uh, whatever the tournament name is. Sentry. Is that what we call it the now? The Sentry. Yeah. yeah I, very I, bougie, by the way. I, like, lo- I love 18. Yeah. I love the, the 18th hole. 18's great. 600 and what? The, the, uh, 50? The yeah. best thing like about 18 is it's downhill. Did you see Homa's drive? They, is that what you're you getting know, to? No, That's you, on 17, I think, isn't no, it? No, but you know what I saw? I saw our term again from our, our friend up in Ohio. Sleaze, speed slot. Speed slot. Yeah, you got to hit the speed slot. You got a speed slot yeah. on 18. Yeah, and those Homa hit a 400. The longest drive on PGA Tour, Homa hit yeah. last week. Did you know that? No. One of the downhill par fours, downwind. He Which, hit the speed know, slot and went 496 yeah, or yeah, something, 476, I think. <laughs> not the guy that's going to hold that record, you would ever think. You but know, I guess yeah. he will, though, because right. it's been around for a while. Yeah. Yeah, he just hit it perfect, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, too, like how, I mean, the fairways there are so firm and fast, but they're so wide. I mean, yes. 18, you watch the it's shot. It's resort yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, Thagala looked like he hit it off the side well, of the know, earth but, on but, Sunday. But, but here's perfect. the thing. In that, a tournament like that, where it's easy, it's easy for everybody. So you know you have to play sure. four low rounds. And if you struggle at all and shoot a 70, you ain't going to win it. I, I Can I ask you a, a before I forget, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. yeah. Um, as far as the state of golf and the different tours and the competition, and you know, I think we all agree that the one thing that that would make this in a real world, a real business world, unsustainable is because they're paying false value for golfers. There's no golfer worth a hundred million. They're not that impactful. No one, you know, they don't get the TV rate. The stuff that usually drives those kind of contracts, sure. they don't get. Now we understand they got a bottomless well, literally, of cash over there, and that's that's what's doing it. And I'm asking you this, this this question from a guy who's PGA Tour side of this fight. Rom, of course, the latest, quote, legitimate player to go. What's keeping, like, a Ricky Fowler from going to live? Or, a, like, what what is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What is it on the PGA Tour? And I don't mean this disrespectfully. I just mean this, like, move forward. What is it that would keep some of these, ca- the days and the Spieth. and the speeds and the Fowlers and the guys that could command multi-million dollar deals that, but money that at this stage of their career they may never win. Maybe they can or will, but might not. Was a three and a half million dollars. Is that what uh, it is? Winners check is, is on Sunday. Okay, so yeah, just so just tell me what. Yeah. No, what I, mean, I think part of it is you know obviously you know the the increase in purses, but a lot of this is this is legacy. This is this is golf. I mean, guys, 
Listen, I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to. Maybe they here, love tournament golf. Well, I have another guys. idea too. So I'm not going to sit here and talk about the guys who have left. Yeah. Let's just use as an example Cam Smith down the road. When's the last time on earth you ever thought about Cam Smith? And think about that from someone trying to sponsor Cam Smith. Who's watching your off your off course market is basically zip. I get that, but, but the one thing guys, Rory said that is accurate is you get a job to make money. You think Cam Smith cares who's sponsoring him or anything no, else? But, he's got so much. I know, but what I'm saying is like I think our guys get can supplement what they make on the course with, with some other incredible stuff. Incredible off course okay. earnings that they cannot. Now, yes, it's correct. It's not a bottomless pit of you know here's two hundred two hundred fifty million dollars. But I listen. It, it, it'd be naive of me to be like, oh yeah, not all these guys just you know want to sure. make money. Everyone wants to make money, but I think the product on that other side, and this is part of where we are with the negotiations, is where does team team golf fi- factor into the future of the sport? Does it factor hole in? dot golf, the, you know, it, shotgun not, start it's golf. golf. It's this goofy. isn't you at the Tim Aquana member member. That's fair. You know? Yeah, um, I wish y'all could play in a member member at Tim Aquana, but member guest I'll have to settle oh. for. Um, <laughs> and there's a big distinction. If you're listening, there's a big. I think something. Thank you. It's nine oh four. Um, I, I think something else, too, that we don't factor into. It's also the it's easy. Like a, I don't think I've ever. I've never been here past nine, so that's yeah, the hell out of that's me. That's a, a new Yeah, I there we know go. what that was. Yeah, that's actually your cue. I thought that was a ghost. And that's brunch <laughs> with a tour. Um, no, I, I think this can't be underplayed, too. There's also a convenience. Some people don't want to go all over the world and play Malaysia for a month and this, that, and the other. So if you are among that group. Right. That are got a big enough name that they would want. There's all, you also get that. In addition, for all those big names to leave, it just means more for the big guys here to make. So sure. I, I, well, I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not in no way selling the, the live as the better alternative. I'm just, you know, curious what yeah. it is. And you've answered that question. I, I do. Um, well, I, I will say this. I mean, obviously, the global nature of the tour. I mean, we still want to be expanding across the world. But I mean, part of the part of the business nature of all of this is you have to find partners in these foreign markets that are going to supplement these twenty twenty five million dollar purses. They don't have to worry about that. We actually have to yeah. go find that. So, yeah, yeah, we'd love to play more in Australia. We'd love to go play in South Africa, but you also have to have someone that funds that. What goes into Tiger Woods ending a 27-year partnership with Nike, do you think? Um, it's such a long one, right? Did that surprise you, Hick? I really didn't. Didn't like, read into it. I don't think it has anything no, to no, do no, with no. the tour or his future. Don't oh, get me yeah, wrong, no. but that's just it's, such Maybe a, he has his own... His own brand. brand. Out. That yeah. has to be it. Yeah, like, why, you know, Jack. Why, why I mean, imagine Jordan though? leaving Arnie, Nike. That's right, what right. I think of with yeah. Tiger, right? Yeah. He's the. But didn't Jack, go, Jack, Golden Bear, Arnie, the Umbrella. Yeah. TW maybe fixing to put he out his own his apparel own. and keep it all. That would yeah. be my why guess. Why wouldn't he be a lifetime guy? He would be. Yeah. He is. So that would be my guess. There. He said, uh, let's see, in a statement put out by Woods on X. Yeah. Uh, the 48-year-old didn't say what apparel. 48. Wow. Yeah. Uh, didn't say what apparel brands he planned to wear in future events. Um, you know, and then it goes into what shoes he's been wearing. Who cares? Yeah, it's a perfect time for him to do it, though, if he's planning on doing it because he's sort of at the end. And he's at and, the end, but he's also hinting about you know trying to play. I think he's going to play. Or, yeah. And, and I talk about, great. listen, someone's still exempt for the players' championship oh, sure. based on his, uh, Come his on. Masters win. Let's go. We need nice, you, Tiger. Nice flat golf course. Pretty sure the PGA Tour would Tiger, find I, some sort of exemption for Tiger oh, if he yeah. wanted to play the stadium course. And to get your tickets, <laughs> please go to <laughs> Players' Championship. I think that uh, I'm, I'm still in that foolish group that thinks Tiger could win a Masters. Yes, you are. You know, in a perfect health week, yeah. I do. Yeah. I, I just do. I mean, I, I don't. Augusta, that's I, know. I, I wouldn't Only because us. we thought that, listen, Tiger was in his prime and Jack finished fourth. I, I mean, those you. dudes got I a know. certain little magic there. I, yeah, I think it's just the, the hilliness of it, the undulations. I hear you. I could see him winning here. All right, we got a lot to do. We got more with Stuart Moore. Oh, look right. into the opener. And Might be a three-segment guy today. Ah, we got to come up with. There will not be any three-segment. Let's slow our roll. Okay. We're going to come back. Sorry, Stuart. 
We're going to let you. We can't, we've already extended this segment deep into the morning. Um, but we'll re, uh, reset week one on tour. Yeah. Congrats to Chris Kirk. Yeah. That's a win. Great story. Just reset Kirk, the one that waited forever. He Didn't he just win last year for the first time yes. in won, 12 yeah. years he or won, something? He uh, won Honda, which now the Cognizant in the Palm Beaches. But also, if you remember the first Corn Ferry Tour event back when he was coming back from alcoholism and depression and all that stuff, took his leave. Came back in twenty. So he was a Jack fan. He won at the <laughs> he won at the King and the Bear. Yes, he won, he won the second event back from COVID. Okay, so that was kind of that first big corn fairy event. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. All right, so we'll get to that, and we'll, we we got to set the parameters. There's oh, here we go. We had, there's a little buzz behind the scenes on just what we'll be playing for this year. Ooh. Is there right. another terrifying noise at like nine seventeen? I need no, to be aware of. No, okay. no, we're cool. done spooking you oh, for the perfect. morning. Great. We'll be back yeah. with more next. It's the Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday on the Drill. All right, we are back. We got Stuart Moore here. We're having a good time. We're going to. Uh, well, I mean, you hey, yeah, say go ahead. Good time. Yeah, just no. For the listener, we got two TVs in here. One's kind of breaking down uh-huh. coaching candidates. The other one just asked me if I'm going to heaven or not. So well, I don't know. I mean, this is well, an easy answer to that. It's a lot to digest. Not hard for, to get there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know. Lord. Yeah. Although they say they Literally say start with that. They say, start limiting that a little bit. Be they, a start for they, you. They say the richer you are, the tougher it gets, my friend. So you might want to. <laughs> Share the wealth. Hey, uh, E. What's happening? Uh, two things. One, you have some razzle-dazzle to hand out here oh, on Brunch yeah. with the Tour. Is that correct? Yeah, during Brunch with the Tour, we like to give away a little razzle-dazzle. Okay, so at the end of this segment, what huh? are we handing out? We got a $25 gift card to Taco Lou, returning oh. this year Ooh. to Tacos on 12 at uh, the Players' yeah. Championship. Nothing like Taco yeah. Lou, uh, a favorite spot of the luncher of mine. Uh, and secondly, I don't think you have this, but I had asked you. I made a golf proclamation. I want to see if Jeff remembers this. A golf proclamation. You were in a proclamation period, so I might have forgotten because for a while there, he was like Mr. Proclamation. I want to run it by Stuart. I'm doubling down on it. I told E to roll on it and save it. I doubt he did, but nonetheless, uh, 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 there was a golf proclamation I made about a major champion this year. Do you remember that now? Yeah. The advert guy. Ober. Will win. (laughs) Ludwig Ober will win a major this year. I mean, that's not that. I, I, yes, uh, you know, runner up. He doesn't like it year, when you do that. He gets so excited. Like I've done, I've seen that look a thousand times in my career, and because you, you don't do it intentionally. That's not that. <laughs> see, yeah, that's not that's, that. Yeah, and being that, it's good for me to get that. I made this months see ago. Your reaction, it wasn't quite. Actually, you said that a couple of weeks ago. No, Nick. you're getting no, 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 you're no. getting squirrely. No, in the, I'm not. In the brain no, there. I'm not. This is way before he shot. I think St. Simon. It wasn't. The, did he have the, a good round? It wasn't the Sea Island RSM. Yeah, he went Sea Island is when you said it before that. It was before that. Okay. The Ryder Cup. All right. yeah, maybe coming out of the Ryder Cup. Yeah, Ludwig. He said it at Sea Island, but it doesn't matter. He did say it. It was a proclamation. I and did. and yeah. you like the action. Yes. I agree. I agree with that. You I don't know, know this year. Yeah. No, you didn't agree with it. I. Whoa. You think he'll win, but you didn't. I've say. known about this cat since my, my these Texas Tech golfers. I understand they, that. Yeah. You said, well, you know, he's not going to win it this year. But well, maybe. Then I'll stand by that. He, it's I hard think, to win. Yeah. That's what you said. Okay. It's fine. All right. So, anyway, it's not about me. It's about brunch with okay. the tour. No, I have a pop love quiz it. for you, too. Obear. 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 Uh, listen, I'm going to make a proclamation. What's the yeah, date on rolling? that, by the way? I'm proclamation? Another one? Second. Are you rolling on this? Oh, we had a proclamation day a few uh, about a month ago. I <laughs> Did I? What was it? I don't remember. That's how important it was. I'm the co-producer, <laughs> man. That's not playing. It's hateful, isn't it, E? I'm sorry. You'll remember. E, you're rolling on this. Oh, I'm rolling, 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 rolling. This is a good one. I like this one. This is a, a, <laughs> he not loves his own proclamation. You pooped on it. 
It's a little off base. It's got nothing to do with football. It was back in August, by the way. You can make this. August. You can tuck okay. it away. You can pull it back out. God, you're smart. Next, August and check on it. Okay? All right. All right. 2024. 2024. Major champion. Ludwig. <laughs> Obert. Oberg. Oberg. You got a different, I forget how, Oberg or Obert. Something like that. I think it's Oberg. I yeah. think, but I'm not. Uh, this dude's the real deal. He won up I at think... uh, uh, Sea Island. They yeah. played uh, the PGA See, Tour. It was in August. It was August. It was in August. He just won at Sea Island. It was like a month ago. He won it the yeah. year before. Yeah. No, he just won no, at Sea yeah. Island, this so was, it wasn't yeah. August. This was, yeah. it wasn't August. was like a month ago. Yeah. He's the gold producer. He said it was Did August. Did you hear what I just said? That he couldn't have won Sea Island. Stop. You get this so co- many wins in this. Take one punt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one three and out's okay. It's just more recent than you remember, but, I mean, if he won Sea Island, it had to be yeah. more recent. You weren't calling this when this like guy was a playing at Greensboro. <laughs> I was like a month ago. That's all I'm saying. He doesn't yes. like that. Always got to be negative. I'm man. not being negative. Unbelievable. Oh. Unbelievable. So I, get pop, I got it in there. Pop quiz music, please. All right. So great to be back with my two uncles. <laughs> <laughs> you like this, don't you? We've been nice to you. To, well, I oh, have. Yeah, he, right. he threatened to beat you up. Um, this is good. Swung I like this. I like this. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. So this is a big step for you. It has nothing to do with golf. It's an acceptance into the treehouse for just a little pop quiz question. What kind of uncle are you? Um, again, the heaven just took another little detour. <laughs> I mean, it's one after the other. I mean, you're just digging, you know. Anyway, in the uh, sports world, I have the list of the five athletes who gained the most, I thought of this because of what he said, yeah. the most Instagram followers in 2023. <laughs> I thought you were going to say gain the most weight, and then you were going <laughs> to bring it full circle. I've, I thought it I've, I've, I've intentionally been nice about the fact that Stewie's got another 20 on him this year. So. <laughs> All right, I, I wasn't going to say a word, okay. and I was prompted. The uh, the all, the five of you now, or the three of you, the five athletes with the most new Instagram followers in 2023. And you, listen, you're the social media mavens, you three. Yeah, I'm not on Instagram or Twitter or any of these places or Apple. Um, that also on my Android. Uh huh. Uh huh. I need the five. Uh, athletes with the most new Instagram well, the followers. The problem is, it's always one of those soccer guys, but I don't know if they gained a yeah. lot. Like I'm going to say this. I'm going to tell you this. So yeah. so kids, there's no soccer guys. Okay. These are new. So think about that new. These yeah. Almost all of these people had either a big newsmaking event mm-hmm. or there's other things about their lives mm-hmm. that have them. This, this, How about Kelsey? Yeah, Kelsey's that's, a, see, that's what I mean. That's yeah. the obvious. Kelsey, uh, number, Kelsey number two. Okay. He added like three and a half million. Number one is 5.8 million, and when you think about it, it makes total sense. He's completely international, and he made news this winter. Oh, would it be? What y'all, what do y'all think about Dion? It's not. That's, no, a good, that's, not, that's bad. not bad. It's not him. No, this guy is probably one of the biggest, most well-known athletes in the world who had a team change recently. International. It's uh, not soccer. He said it's not soccer. Oh, this, I mean, the, 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 hmm. team change. He'd be probably like he might be a favorite player in his sport in two different countries. Oh, Rory that would be Shohei. 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 Five, 5.8 million. Mm-hmm. Now, the other, th- okay, w- uh, the fifth guy on the list, the three and four, I don't think you're going to get. Uh, the fifth guy on the list also plays an American professional sport that has great international following, and he was one of the biggest names to kind of come along in a while. I know who it is. Yeah. Wemby? Wembyana. 
Victor Wimanyan yeah. is fifth. Mm-hmm. Shout out Brandon Miller. Look Number four is the only female on the list. I was going to say females. And she does not play professional sports. Yeah, easy. Oh. It's either Caitlin or Angel. Angel Reese, who got into it with uh, Caitlin nice. Clark at the end of the – yeah, there you go. And then number four. He likes to say, you're my angel when he talks about angels. Yeah, I do. Um, number four comes from a sport. I wonder where the sport would rank, like, worldwide in, in popularity. I would say top three. He plays a top three sport. He's a newcomer, and he is a stud. Worldwide yes. popularity? Worldwide it's not popu- soccer. It's worldwide popularity. This is a very popular sport, I think. And he is the – he's – the latest greatest it looks like is it, is it the 16 year old darts champion <laughs> that guy's good he should be Luke Luttrell <laughs> he should be Bryce Young he says <laughs> who is it I also have the most lost IG follower oh dear uh, it is uh, Carlos Alcaraz the tennis player ah, very is good. that fair tennis's top three worldwide oh no no, no? for sports fans I don't know I I'd go soccer yeah then what baseball football basketball yeah, I'm not talking about U.S. I'm talking about worldwide. I basketball. Worldwide, yeah. Basketball. Football China ain't up there. Is, no, no, I, I say. This is big four times a year. Right? I say soccer, yeah, baseball. Says basketball. the guy doing brunch with a tour. Careful. What just happened? All right, I? let's get to the picks thing. Well, here's what we're going to do. If you're last, you spin the wheel. Let's call it like that. Real simple. If you're first, Stuart will bring you a prize pack. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, yeah. Why? Where's my. Where's my prize pack? You give it to yourself this year. Do you never oh, get? Did you give E his? He did. Yeah. Okay. He came oh, oh, big well, you swag get to bag. get your own swag bag, or do you Listen, want the swag bag from Ten Ten for a, winning? I gotta see what brand you guys are. If you guys could, are going with like, I could get up right now. Cutter, Cutter, most pot, swag Cutter and Buck, or like Ashworth from nineteen ninety eight. Most like popular sports in the world ranked by fans. Number one is soccer. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Number two is the one that we have no interest here in this country. Yeah, cricket. Cricket. Yeah. Okay. Three is hockey. Yeah. Okay. Four yeah. is tennis. Okay. Oh. Five is volleyball, uh, basketball seven, and baseball eight. Let me tell you something. Wow. The world's not good with sports. What's your, uh, what's your, is that tennis.org? What's your website? No, I, I don't know why you find that the tennis. <laughs> I, I love tennis it's four obtuse. times a year. Name a, name what a tennis you're saying t- is obtuse. Name a tennis and tournament that's not a Grand Slam event. Name one. Name a what? Name I can name tennis players. It doesn't matter what the no, events n- are. Name the event. Do you ever watch, what's the one in Cincinnati? You ever watch that? The Masters. Masters. Oh. Smart ass. <laughs> God, of course. <laughs> All right, let's move on. We're bogging down here. Yeah, oh. for sure. Don't yeah. be last. Golly, I didn't know golf hated it. was so jealous of tennis. Uh, <laughs> we'll do it in order. I All that I ask is that I get to get my guy Ludwig for the first one out of the gates this year. I don't know if that's... <laughs> I just want Ludwig. That's your guy. Say his last name. Obert. There you go. I want Obert. I kind of think it needs to be Aberg. I like Aberg. I wish it what was. What is Aberg. it? I, mean, I live in Aubert? Jacksonville. You told us it's Aubert. It's Aubert, but okay, like, well, hey, you know, well, listen, you, you screwed well, us on. You screwed us on Wiesthaisen, okay? <laughs> so you did. The golf screwed us on Wiesthaisen. We asked him right on the show. How do you say your last name? Uh, Wiesthaisen. It's fair. Nobody says Wiesthaisen. Westhaisen. He said Wiesthaisen. Wiesthaisen. Yeah. He did. It was something Whatever. wacky. I'm just telling you. We I asked listen. him. Sometimes I like to go redneck Jacksonville. I know. Well, then it's Aberg. Like Aberg. It's Ludy Aberg. That's who I'm picking, Ludwig A. Berg. Uh, all right, so what do we do? Do we do two or three? I can't remember, Jeffrey. We do two picks. Two, two picks. Two, two golfers. All right, E, you got this already? Yeah. All right. I don't. What, what, what's, Wait, are we what, picking what are we at, Sony? We're picking. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah, I'll Where tell you at? what. <laughs> Way to prepare, boys. It's like Baselli really where, threw where, everyone off, where, huh? Where, where, what are we playing? The Sony Open. The loser uh, spins. Loser spins. It's real simple. So it could be, it's going to be. 
It'll be ugly. I just want Ludwig, and I'll be happy. I've got to spin it twice. I'm telling Oof. you right now, I'm sp- I'm taking the first pick. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. I've got to spin the wheel twice this week. I'm taking the first pick. It's fair. You're taking O'Bear. I'm taking Ludwig O'Bear. Now, the rest, you, if you want Stewart to go second because he's the defending champ. I was last, fine. so whatever. Uh, Stewart and then and then D and then uh, And then you stay. And former champ. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Let's go with the, uh, the pint-sized lefty from Savannah, Brian Harmon. Okay, yeah, nice. That's my guy. All right. All right. E? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to go with uh, Fitzpatrick. All right. Jeff? I'm going to go with – Snake it, sir. Yeah. I'm I'm going to go with – Yeah, man. Mm. Do I go off the – I mean, is it too early? If you're going to go off the, off the track, don't you go it. early? Yeah, it's a good time to do it. Take a couple that maybe people aren't on. All right, yeah. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to go Will Zalatoris. The Bean. And the Bean. Akshay Batai. Is that how you say it? Batia? How do you say his last name? <laughs> Another Akshay one. Akshay Batia. Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah. He Actually, won. He won my tournament down in uh, down oh, in your, uh, your tournament in the Bahamas. Bahamas. Yeah. yeah, the Dan Hick and uh, Corn Ferry Tour Stop. Where's the joggers? A lot. Not a big <laughs> jogger. Tia, yeah. by the way, is way, way, way down the list. I don't know. I'm just a good. Did, didn't he flash a little bit this past yes. weekend? Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. in the final group. But yeah, he didn't it's have an a interesting. Good a good um, 130 pounds. Solid. By the Easy. way, did, did yeah. you see? Did you see the little Zalatoris uh, Owen Wilson deal uh, on you social media? You just took a combined Two skinniest guys. 225 yeah. pounds of Correct. golf. Yes. Is it dad? <laughs> yeah. Did you see this? What? Have you ever noticed this? I never thought of it really, even though it's striking. But Will Zalatoris dead ringer for Owen Wilson. They look oh, really yeah. similar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Owen Wilson was at the Mercedes, or whatever they call it now. The Century. Century. The Century. Uh, and, and he's talking to, I think, Ricky Fowler, maybe. Mm-hmm. And they have a picture of him. And Will Zalatoris uh, chimes in, dad? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so E, you pick. I'm going with uh, Connors, Corey Connors. Corey Connors. Uh, Let's go with another uh, damn good dog. Can I say that? Yeah. Okay, Russell Henley. Okay, DGD. 65.92 scoring average last 12 rounds at Wildlife. Good for him, okay. A little Rob Bolton nugget for you. Oh, Rob's back. I should have gone to Bolton. I just got to – you know what? I have a list of the people in. Why am I doing this? I mean – Immediately we say we have a wheel spin up for grabs, <laughs> and I just start throwing names out of a hat. You, man. Deep, you guys got the betting favorites, oh, yeah. Rob Bolton's power picks, and I'm throwing Patia out at you live from like a safe room in his mom's basement. Yes, listen, sale, Bean Bolton. is uh, is the sixth betting favorite, so that's not is he? bad. Okay, yeah. okay, Patia's down a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I Batia caught my Batia uh, Hick. By the well. way, you know I'm a uh, you know this is Stewie about me. I'm a I'm a YouTube golf nut. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I watch all those YouTube. Oh, yeah. Batia is aligned with one of those groups. I think maybe good one of those guys. So he he plays with those guys, just you yeah. know goofing around. The Brian so. brothers a, a good. Bit, he does that, yeah. and he will play with Horvat a little. He's done you good. Do good. Love those things, don't you? I know YouTube, them all, bro. Yeah. I like okay. watching them. Right, I do. Sure. Yeah. I'm gonna go with uh, future golf. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the volcano <laughs> one. Every hates it though. He hates when I talk about it. T Hatton. Yeah. Oh, love. He's probably up there. High I could have had him, couldn't yeah. I? He's probably like second, third best. He's up there. Yeah. 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 Well, All right. Uh, Stewie, thank you. I got to be honest. I, I like gotta, Nick and his team better. I got to say, <laughs> uh, I got to say one thing real quick. Yes. Just, uh, not to end on a sad note, but our boy CRPR uh, yes. had to put down uh, 
Longtime puppy, Fluffy. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, fluffy. Yeah, yeah. Not Fluffy. Stuff in the, uh, in the Reimer household. Oh. So, buddy, we're all thinking of you. Yeah. Everyone's I, been there. It's the worst thing Yeah, ever. I've had it Terrible. twice this year. I had oh, a dog really? and yeah. a cat. Long yeah. time, long run. Yeah. 16. One, he didn't care. No, one, I was glad. He was happy Really, I'm glad the dog's gone. Sometimes. I didn't, yeah. you know, wish he got treated well. He got treated a lot better than he was loved. But yeah. yeah. But the other was heartbreaking. The, oh, heartbreaking, yeah. yeah. And shout out to CRPR. That's too bad. I Thanks really for bringing us down. Bad. I mean, why do you, what is wrong with you? All these years, you had to learn a damn thing about radio. There's a lot going on down at the global homes. So I'm like, look, look over here, not over here. Oh, wow. This is the drill. You know, I'm not going to say it. I almost did, too. Back with more next. Beep, boop. Beep, boop. Okay. Beep, boop. Uh, I guess I should have been singing Even Flow in the break, and we could have avoided all this. You see what happens? It's an inside story. If you know, you know, Dan, and you were asleep when that one came up. Um, I have today's pest of the day before we get out of here, and yes, it's please. kind of timely as well. I you know, I thought about putting I, – I don't want to do it to him. He's a Super Bowl coach, and I, I don't like the way the season ended, but I still have you know, a healthy respect for uh, Doug Peters. Some of the stuff he said yesterday, I'm just going to chalk up oh, to oh the lies that coaches say – in ear impressors, you know, not many score, you know, and I have a feeling that if coaches went scorched earth and threw all the players under the bus, we'd criticize them for that. Mm-hmm. And if they say that, oh, we're okay with this, then we criticize them for that. But mm-hmm. well, those comments about the O-line scare me a little bit. But no, my pest of the day is this group of fans. Okay. And I don't think it's necessarily, I, I think in some, in some cases, I think the intentions aren't bad with this group. But my pest of the day brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions. Mention 1010XL when you call 944-PEST. You'll get 25% off your initial pest or termite protection service. Uh, listen, I'm not just a spokesperson, also a client. They're veteran and locally owned operator. do a terrific job. Just look at the Google reviews and you'll find out what Mission Pest Solutions is all about. My, my pests of the day, Dan, are the Michigan title deniers. Michigan title deniers. You know, the old, oh, they cheated, they're cheaters. Oh. and. Look, and we've spoken strongly about this well, and it certainly is untoward, but my goodness, man, if you're a big-time college football program, you're dirty. In one way or the other, every single one, from Florida to Tennessee to Nebraska to Michigan to Ohio State to Alabama to Georgia to FSU, every single one of them, and this specific issue Feels like it was just like a Big Ten rite of passage. All kinds of coaches are weighing in about this one and that one and the other one, and that they all, in some form or fashion, did they go too far and did they get caught? Yeah, that makes them stand out a little bit. But to take anything away or think that this 15 and 0 team that is led by guys, you know, Blake Corum, JJ, those guys could have come back. You know, they didn't have to come back. They could have gone to the pros, and they came back with a mission. And uh, hats off for for you know. Fulfilling it. 15-0 and 0 isn't easy to do. They were the best team in college football. And you could almost argue that because of the title deniers, it's that much more impressive. Man, you want to talk about distractions, Hick. Yeah. I mean, the guy, the head coach, missed, what, half the season. Dude, they beat Ohio State without the head coach. Their last three exclamation points were Ohio State undefeated, yeah. Alabama perennial power, and Washington the final undefeated in all of college football. Mm-hmm. They more than earned it. That being said, whoa, how fun would it have been to see a Georgia-Michigan final? 
<laughs> That's today's pest of the day. A veteran and locally owned and operated. It's Mission Pest Solutions. So uh, you will find out all about what the best is in customer service and satisfaction. Mission Pest will blow your mind with their communication and response times. Call 944-PEST and mention Tintin XL. You can get 25% off your initial pest or termite protection service. And as we head to break, we want to... Give and E has razzle dazzle. We're talking tickets. We're talking. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. River City style. Yeah, you want to go see UNF and JU? I think they're at UNF this week, they Friday are at night. UNF this Friday. Yeah. Oh, and I'm in the bitty. So, yeah, Dano, I got tickets to the River City Rumble right. at UNF. Um, UNF will host JU this Friday, January 12th at 7 p.m. 641 Be kind, be courteous, be correct. Now, the two-minute drill, brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com slash careers, equal opportunity employer. Morning, Tony. Good morning. We got a big Super Tuesday. What do we got cooking? Uh, we'll have Jeff Lagerman. We'll oh boy. Uh, look back at the very boy. unhappy tape from Sunday, mm-hmm. as well as react to everything that's going on around the organization. Oh, with boy. The defensive staff out of the building and... Uh, Coach Peterson talking for the last time this season yesterday, so we'll be reacting to all that throughout the show today. Yeah. Well, that's a packed show, and mm-hmm. there's a lot to react to and a lot to look at. and a lot. I, I, football is such a beauty as in the eye of the beholder. I, I saw this. I'll just mention this to you, Tone, real quick, mm-hmm. and Pross. Uh, Clay Harbor, who played in the NFL. Right for the Jags. Yeah, was pointing out some video of Devin Lloyd from Sunday. Yeah. And he looked... Terrible. And yet, PFF said he was the highest-graded Jaguar defender. Mm -hmm. Now, if you look at the video and the responses, then others would say, well, look at the interior line. They're not taking – so it was a combination of total crap. And it's funny how how you just certainly – and I go back to the – me and Jeff had this discussion. I go back to the Minshew throw on fourth and one. Mm -hmm. Half the people thought, crummy throw, man. Yeah. Half the people – Half the people thought, got to catch it, man. Yeah. You know, and it just it, depends on how you view things, I guess, in perspective. Yeah. yeah. And look, it speaks to that series speaks to how football works. Yeah. Right. Because that's the play that I think nationally everyone's talking about. Yeah. If I was in Indianapolis, I would be screaming at Jonathan Taylor all offseason. Why did you step out of bounds on I, second down? Amen. I said the same what, thing. It's what are like, you dude, doing? turn your head, turn your feet up, get up there and get as many. Yeah. This is crunch time. This is not step out of time bounds. Time is not a factor Correct. at all. First downs and touchdown. That's yeah. the only That's thing that matters point. in the moment. And when he did it, I was like, what's he doing? I said and the it same felt thing. like it knocked the whole team off the rails mm-hmm. for the rest of that series. Mm-hmm. And they wind up losing the game on that play. Yeah. So that play is what everyone's going to be talking about. But I'd be good point. serious heat on Taylor for that's, stepping out. That's a great point. All right, well, have a great show. Thank you. Uh, that is Mike and Tony. Jeff Logman will be here. It's Jaguar State. It's coming up top of the hour. E! Now, today's takeaways. Brought to you by Key Buick GMC, where our family dealership has been helping families buy vehicles for over 50 years. Jeff! I got a couple of takeaways. I think everyone should remember whether you're worrying about keeping Calvin Ridley and losing the second round pick, you're going to lose the third rounder no matter if you keep him or not. But but my takeaway is this. I think we misrepresented something a little bit. Peterson's comment about Fortner wasn't about the offensive line per se. It was about the rookie class, but it's equally distressing. The rookie class, like the offensive line, left a lot to be desired. So 
I uh, appreciate Dimps pointing that out, that in the context of the press yes. conference while he was talking about Fortner, mm-hmm. when he was talking about the foundation, he was talking about the draft class. And, I mean, I don't know, Hick, maybe I'm on an island here, but the draft class is Anton Harrison and, 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 and. Yeah. E! Man, that was a great pull by your boy on the Ludwig Bear from back in August. You know, <laughs> here's the thing. They're getting after uh-huh, you. Uh-huh. I was going to do that and give you credit. Uh-huh. But because you chose to pat yourself on the back, mm. I'm just leaving now. Okay. Have a great show. We'll see you tomorrow, guys. He's out. Deno. Shut the F up. <laughs>